We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live. What is up? Fight fans and insomniacs alike, welcome to episode 58 of the MMA Submission. As always, brought to you by Bucket Wind. I'm Cameron. I'm Mason. And I'm Matt. And we're live. We are we're live. ready to go toe-to-toe with the topics on the cast today. Much has happened since the lockdown began and MMA was thrown into uncertainty. A lot of shit has gone down, and it's mostly resulted in the fighters getting very, very angry. Very, oh, yeah. very angry and vocal. In a way that I haven't seen, and it makes me wonder, before we get into the topics, what are the fighters in Bellator and one championship even like thinking about slash doing? Well, since have you ever even yeah, thought about them? I have because the, uh, my thing is, is uh, I hate to say it, but most of those fighters, except for maybe the top one or two in each class, aren't really UFC fighter level. I hate to say that. Maybe three. It depends three. on the weight class. Some weight classes yeah, are deeper, right? Definitely. Like lightweight, I would say that they're deeper. Lightweight and Bellator is super deep. And, and then middleweight. But to be fair, you have other weight classes that where they're lucky to have maybe a paycheck. just the champion. Oh yeah, they're lucky to have a paycheck. Holy moly! <laughs> I'm being honest. Yeah, but the thing is, we haven't heard from a peep out of like Scott no. Coker, or maybe we have. I just haven't. No one checks in with Bellator. <laughs> no, I, I, Coker's even quiet. Going, no I MMA. Hope they don't, I hope my fighters don't notice. No MMA outlet has even talked about it. Yeah, but they don't want to. They don't want, I think they're afraid when you have to. the UFC who, you know, they came back faster than anyone else and fighters were yeah. still like, let's fight. Let's, I need to fight. Like, let's do this. Well, you even heard Dana White. We were just watching on YouTube that he said he could have even opened up in April, but he had people calling him and telling him they were going to write bad stories. He had Disney fucking hassle on him Get and this. he was willing to hold back because everybody was giving him a load of shit. But to his credit, NFL wasn't back. MLB wasn't back. NBA wasn't back. Nobody was back. Nobody was doing anything. But he was willing to go forward and try and put on a product. And now, huge backlash. Well, Dana's crazy. He apparently was saying in an interview with Brian Okamoto, he was down to still do the April 18th card. Yeah, yes, that's what I just really? said. Yeah. He was going to he go ahead with it. it. He said, and then ESPN pulled down on me and said, he almost said, fuck it, I'll put it on Fight Pass. Fight Pass. But the only reason ESPN pulled out, ESPN was originally down to follow his crazy plan. They got plan. a phone call. Disney. Not only the was this it Mickey. all the media outlets said, we're going to destroy you in the press. Yes. And then... Uh, all the fight commissions said we're going to be doing investigations and we're going to make your life hell. So do you think how bad of a pandemic would it like how bad of a bug would do we need to have for him to be like, oh, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea. Like if it were like small We've talked pox, about that. Is it do you Ebola? think he would still is be like, you dude. really need to get super close to people to spread that? <laughs> you know, like because he's no, such we, a businessman. We, we talked about well, that. It shows how it has to be fucking, uh, you know, airborne Ebola to stop shit from it happening. It would have to be some like super easily like airborne transmissible thing but with like insane insane mortality rates no kidding it's got like mev one and even matt damon's like oh my god <laughs> yeah. we're just eating breakfast what happened to her Every- long as gwyneth Bowser dries i'm okay dies i'm okay with it yeah whore well she can die after i get my Jesus. vagina scented candle it's in the mail and your goop rock yeah dude the, no the jade egg that i'm going to put inside yeah. me for yeah. many months to hold it special Close to yourself. I want to get that white t-shirt that just says vulva on it. Dude, it's so fucking... I don't get it. That's one of the ones because you I don't, don't have get. A? Oh, Jesus. You just don't get it. No, no, I don't either, but I get it. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> You're on the level with yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. I thought you were going to say he no, gets it. No, I get it. it. He get, he's saying he gets it. Now I understand. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't Not get really. it. Yeah, exactly. He gets it. Okay. He gets it. He's saying he anyway, gets it. What were we talking about? MMA or something. But Dana White and the fighters have kind of been at odds, especially... Kinda. They're fucking going at it. Well, you look at Henry Sudo, right? Henry Sudo retires, which isn't uncommon for Henry Sudo, retiring on top after a historic win. He did that after he won the gold medal. Yeah, yeah He yeah. literally won the gold medal, was back at the Olympic Training Center for like a couple of weeks because they wanted him back for the team for the, I think it was the 2010 or 2009 World Championships. And he just said, you know what? I'm done. After he won that match, outright retires. Young guy too. He said he wanted to retire. Young, but most people who do wrestling like that, they stay in. If they win a gold medal, they stay in for ten to twelve more years. Yeah. And for him to just win and be like, I'm gonna move on to something else. When he, when in wrestling, you don't have life changing money. You're making enough to provide for yourself while you're wrestling, but it's not like okay, you're pulling the bends out of the lot. Well, it'll be much. It'd be much easier to provide for yourself as a wrestler if you won a gold medal. That is true. You could do seminars, but he backs off and then he backs out of the UFC. But the weird thing was, he said in the post-fight press conference. Uh, there's a number that could bring me back to MMA. Yes. Everybody has a price. Everybody has a price. Everybody's got he, a number. And then he goes, you know what? I'm actually retired. The UFC takes him off all their websites. He vacates the he's, title. Yeah, he's not an idiot. He knows that the price that he would need to come back is just not going to happen. Yeah, they're just not going to pay. not going to offer that number. And I actually get him saying that. Because if I, if I were in the same situation and I were a retired guy, I'd be like, there's a number. Yeah, of there's course. There's a number for me to do a Hoist K- Gracie, Ken Shamrock kind of comeback fight. But they're not going to pay it, so who cares? Exactly. I get what he was saying, but like when you're saying that in your retirement post-fight press conference, it makes people question whether or not you're serious about retirement. Exactly. And then it's MMA is a weird sport in that people it's not uncommon at all for someone to be like, "I'm retiring." Well, it's and then six months later, like, "I'm going to take another fight." That's been fighters for the longest. Go back to boxing. Boxing that was Lennox Lewis, fifty, fifty, still throwing hands. Yeah, and there's a, lot of fighters, there's a lot of fighters right now saying that they want a, they want a taste of the money. I mean, Tyson's come out, like you Especially said. Especially later and, on. And, and, yeah, and he said it, and also Holyfield has just said, oh, well, I'll fight again, too. But I can barely understand him. He needs subtitles. Oh, yeah. Vander Jesus. definitely suffered no, for, because of those Tyson fights. Yeah, pugilistic uh, dementia or... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true. I mean, sure. it's tough. Hey, hey, hey. Should I not speak yeah, the truth? I love Forrest Whitaker, but he has a little bit of the MMA mouth going on. Yeah, no, a, not he, Forrest Whitaker. It makes him sound like... No, it. not Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Like, wow, the, was the strength of the yeah, Black Panther like, has been stripped away. Not yeah. as I end his mouth. Whitaker's good. Jesus. Duke can win an Oscar. Yeah. Give the man his due. He was a fighter, and I loved him in Vantage Point. But Great now, movie. So Henry Sudo exits the UFC <laughs> <laughs> after fighting Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> and he says, you know what? I'm not just going to go into real estate, as he was saying in there. He's trolling people in the press left and right, just saying he'll go into random things. But he made a real call-out, a purportedly real call-out, to Ryan Garcia, the young boxer. 21-year-old boxer Ryan Garcia, the Flash, who's been lighting it up in Oscar De La Hoya's Golden Boy. I thought his alias was King. Is it not King Garcia? I think it's the Flash. I don't know. You're looking at me. I just think it's funny His Instagram handle is King Rye. That, that... Suhudo doesn't want to fight for cheap money 
AKA the UFC, and he wants fucking real money, which is boxing. Isn't so. it the Flash? I don't know. Look you're, up. You're okay, you didn't look his... up nickname. You looked up Ryan Garcia. King Rye. The Flash. King so Rye. both. Both. King okay, Rye, so the they're Flash. both. Yeah. But Ryan Garcia is, he was known, he has real skills, and he's an up-and-coming boxer who will one day probably challenge for the title. For sure. But the reason why he's making so much money right now is because of his marketability. Yeah. Yes. This kid was making vlogs back when he was a nobody, and he was working and putting in the time and working on the social media side, too. Yes. That's where you see kids. I first saw, I first heard yeah. of him because I saw training videos of him on social media, and I'm on like, Instagram. wait a second. Are you serious? That's how Instagram, he broke into it? That's yeah. how I found him. I saw Instagram posts before yeah. I saw him in the press. Fucking world has changed. He was doing drills, and I'm like, "Is he an actual boxer?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fight." And then he started fighting and winning. Did so. you see the uh, Cobra va- bag vids? Yes, that, those bag. were his viral. No, I haven't seen. Can you pull one up? Yeah. I would love so to the see Cobra one of bag is like the it's the bag where you hit it and it comes back right right at you, and that's how he shows off his speed and technique. He's super fast. That's his but thing. the thing is, he's also he's kind of like. Pretty Boy Floyd thing from back in the day. Okay. Where it's, you, you can tell he's a young guy. Oh, we gotta, gotta kill that sound because yeah, we can't I have did, him I fuck did. us over it. You know, there we yeah. go. Much so better. here he is on a Cobra Bang. Yeah, can we show them? Do you want me to show them? Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I want you to pop it up. But my thing is, I mean. But Henry Sudo called out in, Ryan Garcia in a boxing match. Yeah, but in this day and age, you become known for for fucking training videos, and then you start boxing. That's well, no, he was always boxing. So he's, he's showing off his quickness and his accuracy is impressive. That's too. just unbelievable to me. Yeah. But the way, but the way he actually got his name out there and got signed was by going to social media. Because there are a ton of guys yeah. who do Golden Gloves, ton of guys who do the amateurs. But for you to get a following on your own, just yes. doing drills in your garage, that shows. You know, a different kind of initiative that promoters love to see because yeah. it shows you understand the business side. So I don't think it's that silly. No, that it's you not can get silly. famous. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 it's not silly. It I'm is, not saying that. It's though. just changed because it used to be, I put up twenty six and L, and then I'm gonna, I'm on the fucking scene. But now people are going, uh, establish a social media presence. Let's get a good uh, vi- a a viral vid. Viral vid, and then then I'll start boxing. And it's, it's just like, like it's so much smarter because he could start selling tickets to his fights right from the jump. Yeah, but the cool you mean to have a merch page before you actually have a following? Hmm, well, I wonder who talked about that. Well, the thing is, <laughs> with these guys, <laughs> so when it comes to fighting, you usually get, you usually get one or the other. He's <laughs> just going to blow me up. No, uh, what I'm saying, when it comes to fighting, you no. usually get one or the other. No, They're I either understand. a really great fighter or they're really, really marketable. You yes. see that with Logan Paul and Jake Paul selling out arenas for yeah, boxing yeah. matches. No, no, I agree. But then you yeah. see great fighters like uh, Alexander Volkanovsky selling to, struggling to sell over 500,000 pay-per-views. Yes, that's a very real thing that's happening. So when you have a when, when you have actual yeah. a guy with the skills, size of your following matters exactly. It does when you have skills that coincide with, with that. market no, no, knowledge I, and I, I market totally stuff. Understand. You have greatness. If you're marketable, that's when you get and, Muhammad Ali and, and you're a following. Yes. that's when you get Conor McGregor, and that's yes. when you get guys like King yeah. Rye. Because originally, when he was getting famous on Instagram, people were like. Who they the said what you, you said. Who the fuck is this guy yeah. in his garage? But then you actually look at his amateur clips. He's in the amateurs fighting killers yeah. and right. beating them. Right. So then you see this this uh, this pretty boy dude, you know, joking around, dancing around, doing drills in his garage. That's the craziest thing because I saw him doing drills, and I'm like, yeah, those are impressive. I wonder if it translates in, into the ring. And then you, and you then see yeah. him work, in the ring. dude. It makes yeah. you wonder if they can actually. And do he's it. a young cat, and he's working like 26 year old dudes who are struggling a little bit at the lower. He's working them, but 
Everybody's got to see. I appreciate that more. You don't fight tin cans in fucking uh, in the premier matches. You fight them on your way up. Yeah. Uh, un- unlike what goes on now on pay per view events and main main event cards, they're fighting tomato cans. You fight the tomato cans when you're coming up. You beat all the guys you have to, and then you start to fight real people. Well, the that's weird, the problem I have with it. The weird thing about boxing that's very different from MMA. Uh, which I think is hilarious is that you're MMA, 30 and 0 before you have a hard fight in boxing. No, it's not even that. It's that they uh, boxers have like two careers essentially. You have the amateurs where you show your skill is worth a damn, and then promoters put time in you when you go pro. Right? You have to prove yourself in really hard fights in the amateurs. A lot of boxers, uh, guys who went on to be undefeated, who had their toughest losses in their amateur career. Really lengthy amateur careers here. Yeah, that is different. But in MMA, guys, like, maybe one, one or two amateur fights, and it's like, I need to make fucking money. You go pro We need to go pro immediately. And that's because the track starts later. You're not starting at, like, 14 as an amateur MMA fighter. You're starting at, like, 18 or 19, and you're about to hit that athletic prime, and it's like, well, we need to cash in on this. Yeah, I think that that could be attributed to the fact that MMA is so young too yeah. that people aren't starting until you know later in life. I think that's you're starting to see that change now, and we're starting to see people come up who are like, "Oh, I'm not a jujitsu guy. I learned how to strike, and I'm getting into MMA. I've been in uh, pure blood MMA." I'm a 16-year-old kid who got into a gym, and and I know everything. You've only seen a few people come up like that. Like, Rory McDonald was one. He's probably the best, you know, really well-rounded MMA fighter we've seen. Uh, Not necessarily a specialist who was was working on other areas of his game. But, yeah, I think that's going to change in the future for sure. This sport's still so young, especially compared to boxing, which has always always been around. But what do you think of Henry Cejudo going over and calling this guy out? He said he wants him to kneel... Down, of course. Why not? Yeah, down and show mercy. He wants the fight to take place in Saudi Arabia. Um, Really? Yeah. Why? Well, like we were just talking about this. Henry Cejudo. We just said everybody has a number. Henry Cejudo has a number, and I'm sure he came up with his number. It would be easier for him to get the matchups he wants, uh, and the numbers he wants, and the numbers he wants. Somewhere, somewhere else other than the UFC. What's the tough thing? And we're going to talk about later in the show. The UFC is. Totally willing to let you walk away from the table and not pay you what you want. And boxing is one of those sports where if you get to a certain level, you're taken care of. Of course, in boxing, it's like if you can sell the seats, we'll put the fight on. Yeah, you know? yeah. If so yeah, you can we'll fill the arena, yeah. and we'll get you a better share of that money than the UFC will. Yeah, that's one thing that where the UFC slowly catching up. Not to. only that, but Henry Cejudo, he's a he's a prime athlete and those people tend to be driven by challenge and he hasn't done something like this before. So I'm sure something like this would make him get out of bed. Whereas if he was going to defend his belt again against Joseph Benavidez again, (laughs) or something like that, or Figueroa, he's he's vacated it, right? So not only does nobody want to see that, but he would have a harder time being like, I got to train for this fight again or, or another title defense in the UFC. Whereas if he were going to be training boxing, he's like, this is a novel challenge. I haven't experienced anything like this. It's going to be totally, different training but and what I think kind he of would enjoy he, that what kind of chance does he really have i think he's got a chance for sure does he a, though? yeah because people always people always sh- like sh- they count out mma fighters and boxing matches hey man it's only from what we've seen though Bo- exa- boxing's a part of mma yeah but and these people not it, to the extent that i mean we saw well, of connor, course not it's we not saw just, connor get outclassed by a retired dad that's not true at all we're gonna discuss this wow. now <laughs> I don't think he got outclassed. He got out certainly class. didn't get outclassed. I think that uh, I think I that mean, it was, Floyd didn't even really train for that fight. I think Connor won no six way. rounds. No way. But I think it was against, Floyd's against a retired fighter who really didn't train. However, one of the best fighters however, of all time. However, who didn't 
train. He did train. He did totally. Train. Did However, train. if you think okay. he didn't train, you're crazy. Yep. However, I think that it was part of Floyd's strategy to let Connor win the earlier rounds. Yes, definitely. To keep and people glued in. Floyd absolutely fought he knew a fight. He'd be tired. Also, Floyd Floyd absolutely fought a fight that he knew would please fans and not just a fight to win. He could have fought to win that fight the way Floyd normally, normally wins fights, fights against yeah. top level boxers. So he held back. He walked no, forward he at him. Back. I mean, that no, was what I mean, he could have embarrassed oh, yeah. him a lot worse. Um, no, not, or, a, not embarrassed him. He could have won by he, he could have won by a landslide. He could have been defensive like he typically is, and it would have been a more boring fight. He would have won, won all twelve round. rounds, I think. Yeah, but that's my. Whole, what, he didn't even go twelve rounds. And he finished him. He, he finished walked him. forward. That's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm saying. It didn't even go twelve rounds. It went nine, didn't it? It didn't yeah, go twelve. That's why rounds. I he finished him I, in yeah. the tenth or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. But he switched up his fight style. He came forward rather than being defensive and coming. Yeah, on, because on my the thing is, it wouldn't even have been. So I think you but could it, call it out. Like it, Connor it definitely really. is not. Well, like he's a great boxer in the terms of MMA. He's probably yes. one of the best boxers in MMA, my, yes. hands down. Yes. Yes. But to say that he he's can compete literally w- one arguably it, the best I was going to say that's what I'm saying no. and you could see that Floyd had all of these he, little tools yeah. he didn't in even boxing. open him. he didn't open that box yeah he didn't open his toolbox well that's the thing he and like when you he really did, think he opened he his did in the fight when he did in the he fight he was definitely trying that's not oh yeah uh, oh he definitely was trying uh, I don't clipped. think he was he, he's times. definitely trying but i i see what I Matt's saying because you see the little things that boxers just know they know like when to clinch they know when they're safe and when they're not and like just That's those little things are what took Floyd to finishing Connor. Oh, of course. Yeah. Not only that, but I mean, Connor's never had a professional boxing fight. It's a totally different kind of cardio. Well, that, yeah. And 36 knew, minutes. And Floyd knew that exactly. if he let Connor. 25. If he let Connor throw more shots than Connor was capable of throwing, and if he made Connor work, then Connor was going to gas. And that was and part of the game plan. And it was definitely enough but to I get think, a boxing stoppage. And I think, I think he could have gassed him sooner because he kept him in it a little more than he had to. I mean, it's just my opinion. Okay, yeah. I uh, one thing I do think is true. I agree with what Connor said in MMA. He Connor outperformed everybody's. Oh expectation yeah, absolutely. In that fight. He was crisp. But here's what I'll say: you got to watch know. it again. I He's know. I, I so do remember well. watching it. But here's the thing: I think there's something to be said for keeping somebody in it for entertainment's sake. That's that's your that's your opinion though. Watching <laughs> it. it is what I will because say. I just it think would that. be in Floyd's best interest in to get him out as quickly as possible and be like, "Yeah, this is what you get for coming over to boxing." Yeah, but now here it, it would be a bigger said, statement. The bigger, yeah, but a bigger statement is a rematch for another hundred mil. They're not going to do that. So no, he, because now nobody wants. Now to. here's why I'll say that maybe Henry Cejudo is a special case. When you take a guy like Henry Cejudo, where he was counted out in literally every sport the dude's gone into, okay, and he loves that new challenge. Like Mason said, he went into wrestling. People are like, ah, I don't know if you really. I don't know if you really have what it takes to go all the way in the sport. Next thing you know, Olympic gold medalist. Then he goes to MMA and they're like, well, this guy's a wrestler. Not really sure if he can compete at the top level. We're starting to see like guys fluid in every discipline. Guess what he does? He beats Demetrius Johnson, the most yep. dominant champion of all time. One of the then goes One up, of the wins the belt by beating Marlon Mahais by a crazy stoppage. I mean, this guy... Has defied a lot of expectations, and he just knocked what's think, his name on his ass. I think if he has the stoppage. drive, uh, yeah, and I think if he has the drive to get really get into boxing, I don't think he should start with Ryan Garcia though. That's my only thing. Yeah, if but he's, he's trying to make a boxing. splash. I mean, uh, does does Garcia have a belt right now? 
No, so this thing. That's the reason Ryan why Garcia I picked him. Very young. He's so young. Yeah, but that's He's like 21, 22. But it's a great call. If the guy has a great media presence, it he is. doesn't oh, have you're a belt. taking the Mayweather approach. Catch a young guy on his way up. Like, where Mayweather fought Canelo, when yeah. Canelo was green as hell. If yeah. you think that this would be a competitive fight, you're crazy. No, no, no. Not that it wouldn't be competitive, but my thing is. This is a, a he has a it's better a matter shot. Of boxing rounds. Yeah, it, that's it, the this, problem. He's got a better shot with getting this fight than he does going up against the champ. Because oh, I don't in boxing. Yeah. yeah, it's smarter too. It, you, you but that's my whole point. I think. I think he might win the, that fight against Ryan Garcia. You don't know. Well, I, think he's I, got, I if I had to, if I if you really wanted my prediction for that fight, I think Ryan Garcia takes care him. of it. And not maybe boxing finishes him because in boxing we don't know. If I totally think so. Well, no. If you, How okay. Do you know? What do you mean? How do you know? We're making predictions. Do I know for certain? That no, I mean, no, but he's saying in we've his never opinion, seen his prediction. Henry Cejudo box before number one. He's probably going to be more heavy handed. He's certainly stronger than Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is so young. You want to take a he's guy 21? like Ryan Garcia, who's been only doing boxing, has them, has tons of experience in that ring. And then you're going to take Henry Cejudo. One of the greatest combat, probably the greatest combat athlete yeah, of all time. But the striking wow. was his last. In his weight class. But the striking was his last. No, ever, for sure. In his weight class. For sure. But ever. the, He's but a the gold striking in wrestling and two UFC belts. John but Jones. You don't think GSP is a better combat sports athlete than Henry Cejudo? No, he's certainly the most accomplished. Demetrius Johnson. I think GSP is a better combat sports athlete. I think Cejudo is that's undeniably, that's a different time, undeniably the different most topic accomplished. for another day. But I think that Cejudo, the last he thing he added to his arsenal was his striking, and for him to call out Ryan Garcia, it's I saw it as I saw it it's as more move. of a publicity. It's a money. Move. I don't think this fight gets made in it a won't million get made. years. It won't get made. Don't say never, man, because you know and what? If, if it they're does, willing to go into zone and they're willing to get paid, fuck it. And I think if Henry does get the fight, he's cash. Out and he he knows that of course he's yeah but he knows that it's most likely out. not gonna everybody not gonna win out. That. why shouldn't he why shouldn't he try and cash out too okay he's so on top. why would he why would he you you assume that someone who won a gold medal right in, yes. in wrestling okay. and won two UFC belts would enter into athletic competition without thinking he could win oh no I th- he totally could you think just he's said wins. I'm saying he knows like he knows that, that the there's odds a possibility are he against could lose. Him. Uh, no, we know that he's going to lose. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Because you got to give everybody a shot. Somebody, yeah, punch your shame. You exactly. He's going to fight Holy all the No shit. absolutes. Okay. The only like absolute I would have called there's no way that Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather's not going to lose to Conor. No, I can no, guarantee no. that. I'm making a pretty apt. Uh, just like I'm saying Ryan Garcia is not Floyd Mayweather, I'm saying that Henry Sudo is not Conor McGregor. He is not that well versed in striking. So you're his striking got him. No his striking has gotten worlds better, and it is elite striking. So you're saying, but to say that it's on par with Conor McGregor. So you're saying there's no way Cejudo beats Why are you Garcia. Comparing him to Conor McGregor. You were doing now. the proportional. Uh, I'm not doing proportional. Yeah, you were compar- saying Ryan Garcia is not Floyd, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even have yeah, to go that far. You, you're saying One you're second. saying that. Ryan Garcia is going to outclass Henry Cejudo on boxing. And there's no yes. way he can and there's win. There's no way he can win. I think that's crazy. It's yeah, not I like Ryan that. Garcia no. is Floyd. Floyd did not even outclass Conor Sorry, McGregor. You're right. I'll use less I severe language. That. He won't he win. Didn't. Well, he won't the, win. Look at the statistics. There's and the not no the avenue for Cejudo to win that fight. What I am saying is he won't win. There certainly that's is. your opinion. Yeah, that's my opinion. Boxing, okay. him, he wins. But, that's your opinion. Well, my thing is, Cejudo yeah. might be the king. Really weird. He snack. might be the king of MMA, yeah, and he walked bizarre. away because, and that goes to a bigger problem that's going on in in MMA right now because yeah. he's trying to cash out like Conor did. Conor got in early, got his 
his multi-million payday, multi-million dollar payday, hundreds of millions of dollars, and then came back and still continuing to want to fight. And now he has that ability to do it at his whim because he's got that bank account. Yeah. Now, Cejudo's saying to himself, I want to try the same thing. He's not going to get McGregor money, but he might get enough of a, a, of a, a swelling of support from his fan base that DAZN might go, okay, we can put that on a card. Garcia, Cejudo, you know, because you got to remember, it's an app-based thing. They're already getting their money. My thing is, can we get a few more subscribers in the mix? Can I come up with a number that, because Garcia's going to fight him, because you know what? There's no downside for Garcia. There's really not. There if is. There's a huge downside. Now, I, if I he loses, loses to an MMA fighter, it's fighter, over. It makes him look terrible. That's what, that's what Floyd Mayweather said. Floyd Mayweather that's literally why, I don't think. That's I don't why think. Floyd Mayweather would go out there and try his hardest, because if he's 49-0 and 0 at the time, yeah. if he went out there and was 49-1 and 1 to... Conor McGregor, someone who doesn't even box. The boxing community would have eaten him alive. Would have eaten him alive. Yeah, but still, like, oh, still, no. still, my thing is he's coming up. He's it's it's put it this way, okay? You're equating Garcia with Floyd. There's no, a bigger. I'm not. I'm well, not let me finish. Okay. There's there there's more for Floyd Mayweather to lose if he catches a loss from Conor McGregor. My thing is one, Garcia is still starting out. Two, he doesn't have a belt. Three, he's not Floyd May Mayweather. Four, he gets he gets uh, more of an upside from just being on the card with Cejudo because of the fans and because of the fight and the money he might get than anything else. Boxing is different though. If you lose one in boxing, you're like you're seen as some sort of tainted good. I don't. You're you're, you're no that. longer in the conversation for being especially if you lose to someone best. who's literally transitioning sports. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't more, think it's going it, to materialize more for Shahudo. But a fight that just did get made. Uh, okay, what, what just got made? Kelvin Gastelum coming off of his recent retroactive weed suspension from which is USADA, insane to me. which is insane that a guy popped still, positive. Yeah, and they're still suspending people positive over for weed. weed. Come on, and man. you give him a Would suspension. Would you rather than take oxy? Let's, yeah, let's get up. Not with even it. oxy. You have so many guys who are taking actual performance enhancing yeah, drugs PEDs. that are getting caught by no, USADA. And then we're going to nab the guy. Sean Jones. We're going to nab the guy who was on weed before during a yeah. fight. That's crazy. Well, he's not the last one. Sugar Shane just had to take a little break. Sugar Sean, that was actually even crazier. I know. He was using discount uh, caffeine pills that you get at Walmart. I know. Pop which I've had in the past. And good taking thing, those. Good thing you weren't being tested. Yeah, good thing I wasn't being but tested. What? Who's... I don't know who uh, Hermasson is. Can you pull Hermanson? Jack, Jack the Joker Hermanson. I just want to see who we're talking this about. This guy is a spectacular fighter. What's, comes, his, what's he, his record right now? He comes from Europe. I can pull it up. He, pull it up. he was coming off an amazing win over Jacare and someone else. The guy's been absolutely on fire. Yeah. He was in talks for a uh, title shot. He just lost and, to Jared Cannonier. And, and oh, he's a, that's why he was no longer in talks for the title shot. There you go. He just he just dumped a match. TKO. He did beat Jacare though, which is huge. Yeah, the Jacare win was crazy. He also so beat David Branch. He's four and four and one out of his last five fights. He beat Talos Leites, which is a big win. And he's willing to fight. I mean, what weight is that again? That's 185? Yes. yes. Okay, so, I mean, Gaslam is willing to fight anybody. He's coming back off of uh, suspension. I think it's a great fight for both of them. Yeah, I think get back that in the mix. Kelvin is one of the most underrated fighters in the middleweight division. Oh, yeah. He's that guy at a, at a tournament when you show up and he doesn't look like he's in the best shape. 
He and then does. you just absolutely get worked likes, by the guy. He likes the, he likes the food at well, the table. Because like, he's the guy where you look at him and you're like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. Now, he has some of the most underrated hands in Ex- MMA. I well, that's what I'm that. saying. And then, actually, he has, he has some of the most underrated cardio, yep. hands, and grappling ability in the division. That's true. So then when you see it happen, you're like... Oh my god, this guy! And then you find out, oh, he's a gym rat. He just also likes That's the true. eating side of it he's too. Actually a yeah, tenth planet black belt too. Yeah. And here's the crazy part. I mean, wh- his fight against Stylebender was one of the greatest fights in history. Oh, oh so it was great. great. I mean, but that's my whole. And point. he was a shred away from winning that fight. It just. And you know what? They were both willing to die in that fight, which For was sure. just incredible. But even more upsetting than that, he goes right from that fight and loses a super close bout to Darren Till. Yes. Very close, and Till fought kind of the same fight that uh, that a kind of a Wonder Boy fights where he I was, was just, just looking that. to counter the whole time yep, and hung back. It was back hard for Kelvin cage. to get in because yeah. Till these guys are bigger at 185. It's tougher for Kelvin to get in there sometimes. Yeah, it's true. But at 185, I mean, Till usually fights 170. You know, he's and, up at 185 now. Well, good because of the he, weight cut. He can't He'll make do weight way better. I think so too. It's a good weight for him. I think he's already, he was huge at 170. Yes, he's huge at 180. 185. I can never. Guy. I can't he imagine. He's like a normal size 185er with with the yeah. But he's always been a one. He's he's normal 185er, but he's he's yeah. missed weight like two or three. He's times. one of those guys he has where to almost kill himself yeah. to get to 170. He's the, he's one of those guys where you're like, how did he make 170? I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. where it just boggles the mind. Where you're like, wait, Glayson Tebow made 155. Yeah. How how did that happen? I, I just the guy was walking around at 200 pounds yesterday, and then he just shows up like Skeletor. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm Gets just on glad. The scale. I'm just glad he's up at 185 yeah. and doesn't have a problem. I I hope it doesn't change how he's going to fight now. Yeah, I hope Kelvin bounces back from both of those losses, and I hope he takes Jack Hermanson out there. I like Jack Hermanson because he's friends with Emil Mech. Oh yeah, Emil but Mech's an entertaining guy. Emil Mech's a very entertaining guy. He I just don't know keeps who that is. Emil Mech is a he's a European fighter. Oh, okay, from Norway, stand up guy, stand up guy. But the thing is, he keeps getting matched up with grapplers. Oh, and he gets toasted. and he keeps murdering his popularity because he gets lay just and prey. Yeah, they just hold him down. That was the famous uh, Kamaru Usman. I'm only at eighty percent. About uh, okay. where it was super boring. He lay and prayed Mech. He literally to, just held him to down. Unanimous held decision him and it's, it's not like he was doing well on the feet, too. And Mech would, like, tag him a couple of times. And then Kamara would be like, I got to take this Like, piece down. him up. Yeah. Same thing when he fought uh, the barn cat. Tamden McCrory. He fought Tamden McCrory. Emil Mech did not. He was clipping him, too. And then Tamden just took him down. Yeah, but doesn't it go back to the part that he will maybe put on your wrestling shoes? And that's start tough. practicing it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he jokes around his Instagram a lot with his fans. Because that's what... MMA fans don't realize that, like... There's also the fact that when you're in the UFC, people aren't just gr- like decent grapplers. They're elite level grapplers yeah. who are taking you to the ground. So he's like, to all my fans who say I don't wrestle, fuck you. And it's like a picture oh, of him really? in wrestling practice. He and yeah. he's like, I'm trying. <laughs> and he's one of those guys who pulls back the curtain like Platinum Mike Perry where he's like, I'm tired. I was trying. Yeah, yeah. no shit. That's funny. Because he, here I am giving him shit. Hey, Bob, yeah. put, put on your wrestling shoes. He's, he's, and he's, he's going against people who've been wrestling their entire life. Yeah. And, he, and people yeah. are in Platinum Mike Perry's DMs like, you should have came forward and you should have tried to win the fight. And he's like, I was. <laughs> He's like, I kept getting hit. That's why yeah. I stopped going in. Yeah, no, no, no. It's true. Well, let's see how you do. And that's going nice. In. I yeah, like UFC fighters. People like the villain. They're like, I actually am trying to wrestle really, really hard. I'm just not good at it. Yeah. No shit. I have to keep practicing. Uh, yeah. Appreciate unlike, that. unlike uh, uh, Nganu. Yeah. Who, who, I think he. Speaking he of, is too. He yeah. is too. Is he though? For speaking sure. of Nganu, okay. we can actually talk about the Nganu Jones 
kind of negotiations and now it's been going back and forth in the UFC or lack thereof. Yeah, there's because it has been. First of all, let me talk about Ngannou because I think he is. Other than DC and Stipe, the scariest dude in the heavyweight division. He's for sure. always been the scariest guy in the heavyweight but division. This version of him looks uh, looks like he's he's learned from the Stipe yeah, fight. Yeah, but nobody's tried to take him down. Kane. Kane was trying to move and clinch with him. You mean Kane, the aged one? The ghost one? of Kane? Yeah, the aged one. Yeah. The, uh, the no T the Kane. The ghost of Kane's the past. The ghost of Kane's past. Come on, man. The That's metal not back even real. Kane. Exactly. How many bars do I have in my back with screws? Oh, I mean, he's, God. Never going to get Kane Velasquez on now. It's not going to happen. But here's you the other thing. You think that would be like an upgrade? Like, uh, <laughs> the $6 million man? We can rebuild him. Yeah, but it's <laughs> better. It, but, we but, have the technology. But my point is, it, he hasn't gone in with any grapplers who can really do it. I mean, Stipe, how many fights does he really have in him left? He's still recovering from his eye. And then, What? I think he has a lot of fights well, left. That's actually. your opinion, but my opinion is hey, the guy's he's, Holy his eye is still injured. He, he he hasn't been training. He's told him three or four times that he's not ready. He's working. That's why. I mean, genuinely. is he though? He is, is he working? Yeah. Okay. And then you have Daniel. Well, no, firefighters have actually been like forced to take like a certain number of shifts because they're over like they're understaffed right now. Okay. And then you have and then you have Daniel. So he hasn't Cormier. been able to train. And well, does that stop his eye from getting better? Because that's the the thing he keeps saying he's I trying think he to heal, to operate heal faster, bitch. <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, the bottom line is, Stipe's a better wrestler than Ngannou. Ngannou oh, hasn't yeah. gone against wrestlers of that level. So while while Stipe is getting better, he doesn't. Uh, Ngannou doesn't have a chance to go against somebody who's actually going to take him down you and not stay as okay. Okay. And here's the you other side. You can say that. that it was the. Yeah. And here's the other side of that. DC, okay, has one fight left, and he's trying to cash in. Which goat of all time? Probably the, the be- goat. Probably the best wrestler in the heavyweight division. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ngano and him. Let's see how that would pan out. But I mean, who's who's oh. who's Ngano against? Who can wrestle? Blades. Yeah. He's got Blades' number. He's knocked him out twice. He hasn't really gone in against anybody who can fucking grapple. So you I mean, can't tell. Okay. You can't tell. I think Wait, even, so you're saying you, can't tell you literally are saying in your opinion where like he hasn't fought great grapplers. He's no. only knocked out Kane, Curtis Blades. <laughs> <laughs> He's I mean, got Blades' number. I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah, gonna negotiate that one. But, but you can't tell me. I Kane, think, come on. I'm even, telling you, even, even Grandpappy version of Kane is a badass wrestler. I was gonna say and that's undeniable. And we have seen, and we it's have seen, footage, and we have yes, seen footage. Yes, 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 we've yes. seen footage we've now. Seen, we've, you know what? We have the documents. Yeah, we, just like UFO footage. We've had it. No, we've but we do it. have tapes now of Ninganu in the gym grappling, yeah. which is something we had Why never had before. You, Look from the room. No, I'm he's, saying pre-Stipe fight. I we know. did not see that. On, I know. Come on. And of course, come on. But he needs. It's to, a press release. He just needs not to, buying it. He just needs to focus on particular parts of wrestling. You cannot defensive. Ex- exactly. Yes. He's not going to take anybody he doesn't down. Need to he do has any to, offensive wrestling training. Say, no, do you think he's not doing that after being humbled? I hope in so. In front of millions of people, like he was by Stipe. Yeah. You'd be, of and he's he even said like multiple times. I mean, you you really get to see the evolution of the guy, and it actually seems like that loss gave him a lot of character growth because he said, "I thought I was unstoppable." I thought I was unbeatable. It devalued his stock. Yeah, when he fought the the Black Beast, he was like, "I am terrified." of being taken down. I'm so terrified that I'm not going to go anywhere near. Well, he said that he was. I'm not. He's like, when you think you're literally invincible, and then you get 
ridden out like that by like like Stipe did to him. Exactly. It showed him, hey man, I need to work this stuff. I can't not I can't have that deficiency. We saw in the Stipe fight, he was able to even get out of some of those positions just with athleticism. Doing yeah. everything wrong technique wise. Yeah, but it took, him, up. it took him minutes to get out of that. And those tons positions. of energy expended. Exactly. And now that he's learned and he was still. God, you've presumed he was, he's learned. We have not seen him go up against a true wrestler again. Kane and Blades after the Steve What's Kane's record? How many? What was his last record on his okay. last fight? He hasn't had a lot up. of success recently. Oh, that's Curtis Blades point. has, though. Curtis Blades, he's got his number. And Curtis Blades has dropped. Caught him coming in twice. 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 Not, I'm, you know what a fan I am of Curtis Blades. Yeah. I know it's a wrestling Well, Curtis ability. Blades actually has a new bout. Uh, just set up. He's fighting Alexander Volkov, the Russian. I'd love to it's see it. It's a pretty solid record here from Kane. Okay, so he came back in his first comeback fight. Holy shit, there's a three-year gap. <laughs> so he fought... He fought Travis That's Brown, and he beat the ghost of Travis Brown. Yeah. That was, so this is just Ghostbusters. You have it Kane beating Travis. Then Kane takes another three-year layoff, becomes a ghost himself, and then loses to Ningano. Give me a break. Ningano did send him you into orbit, You know what orbit, this is? Though. This is, once again, the UFC living off of somebody's past history, <laughs> GSP, and oh bringing somebody God. back for a rating in a fucking pay-per-view event, just like they did <laughs> with GSP. You cannot... Okay, okay. You guys have to live in the present. You have to. You have to live in the present. You can live in the present and still say that I th still think. Guess how crazy. Maybe I'm a crazy person. The way person. I remember him. Maybe I should go grab that tinfoil hat and put it on my head. Because you can put it I on think mine. GSP right now is still one of the best fighters on the planet. Like right of now. Of course. I could pluck him out of that gym and he'd beat most guys on the UFC roster. Yeah, but, I think would, yeah, but would he would he fight? And the crazy thing is... But the thing is, he okay, would never be under contract. No, 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 that, there you go. That's my whole point. Would he sign a contract, guarantee three fights who Dana puts in front of him, no matter who they are? No. no. Exactly. So he handpicks shit, and then he lives in the past. And you guys live off his... I don't want to fight him. He's I'll fight him. I don't want to fight him. I'll fight him. I want to fight a damaged... You need to give Connor an equivalent level of shit. Yeah, he does I the do. Same fucking thing. I do. He picks and chooses. Same thing with Floyd Mayweather. Are you going to say Floyd Mayweather? Hey, you keep just coming back for these random fights. He did fights. that since he was. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Connor fight fucking uh, um, anybody because he's going to pick no, and choose. I don't want to see him fight. Um, DS, I don't want to see him fight. Uh, you don't want to see the trilogy. No, I don't want to see that fight. You know what I want to so see? Him? I want to see I him do. fight uh, Masvidal. I want to see that I want to too. See, you know what? I want to see that fucking fight. You know what? We'll see how good Connor is. Put him in against Masvidal. You want to see another fight again? Put him in against um, uh, 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 Usman. You want to see him fucking fight? That's Let's see a fucking fight. Matchup. Yeah, it's Connor's smarter no, than that. You yeah, saw. But see, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are, we, are we gonna pick? Are we gonna pick who we're gonna fight? Yes. And you know what? Yes. Same you, thing with GSP. GSP's not a dummy. He saw that when again, Michael Bisping won the one eighty five title. Said, who would you rather see him fight against? <laughs> GSP's not a dumb guy. GSP saw when Michael Bisping yeah, won the title. He's the like, thing. I here's can do thing. this. I can beat him. Here's the thing. If there was a three fight, yeah. If there was a three fight contract, holy shit. He's there's gonna, not, but I, it makes no finish. sense for him to do that. All right, you guys just won't even let me finish. finish. If there's a three fight contract, would you not pay to see him fight Masvidal? Who? Connor. Would what you, you pay to see that fight on? What three fight, fight contract? Yeah, how does that what does that mean? In other words, if he had to sign a contract, he's under he contract would fight, right now. Yeah, but he's not going to fight just anybody. My problem of course. Is, but again. I don't want him to fight people he's already beaten or people who aren't really 
at a caliber that are going to give him a great that, that are not going to give him a great fight. Why bother? You don't think Nate Diaz is on his caliber? I've seen it twice. I don't want to see it again. One time it I've ended one it way. Twice. The other time it ended the other way. Really close though. Don't want to see it again. Don't want to see it. I just think it's like that I don't want to see DS Mass I think Fallon you're again. in the minority not wanting to see that trilogy fight. Well, but you know, but if I have 70 bucks to spend, I'm not spending on that I one. think that the MMA world is actually poorer for not having, having GSP seen. in it. Not only that, but I think the, the MMA world needs that trilogy fight because... That those two fights, first fights with between Connor and Nate were Diaz epic. were epic, insane. I mean, the second fight was just an absolute so, slobber knocker, and it was so close, so close. You're right. It, it, it maybe the MMA world would be better with GSP in it, but not on his own terms. I would. I love that it's on his own terms. You can because you, you take you a guy, that. you take the most honest MMA fighter ever. Not only GSP that, has been very clairvoyant about. Everything. Really? He's never He's the honest? Yeah. Then why did he vacate and Do go, against, why? go against... So I found out go why. Go against his word saying he would not vacate the, fight only, the title and he would fight if he won. Do you want to know why? He never... Okay, so he never said he was going to stay and defend the title. He did. No, he told Dana that he wanted to win, come back and win the title. Dana took it in his mind that okay, GSP is going to come so back. So we're going to say he he's said she fight. said. So what did they say during their so divorce? So GSP won, and then he said, "Hey, by the way, I'm retiring Peace again." Peace out. What After is, he just told Dana he would not fucking. But I agree, with GSP. Title. What is there to gain? Not only that, but staying at one eighty five. Whatever. You guys still live in the past. You no, because you don't match past. this level of derision. Between GSP and Connor, you got to keep the same energy because they do the same. I think shit. the same thing. They do the I same the shit. Same about Connor. I want to see him fight harder, more opponents, but I don't want to see the same fights over and over again. He can't beat Khabib. I don't want to see it again. What? He can't beat. Khabib. He's the only guy he to take a round him. off Khabib. He submitted him. He's the only guy to take a round off oh Khabib. My God, Khabib has literally just... won every other round. Every other round. Oh, come on, man. You guys oh! are just so fucking over Khabib this. was fatigued in give that fight, fight I and then he see. recovered and give won. Give me another fight I want to see. Who do you want to see? Who, give well, me Connor's fight, not Connor. a dummy. Connor has said he's a demolition job. And then Kamara was one. Connor versus Ferguson. Connor versus... I would like to see it. You'd like to see that? I, I don't like want to see that. that. I don't want to see that. Why? Tony Ferguson... Why? Because Connor, Connor's going to lose. See, that's what I mean. So you only want to... Because you're fanboy, so you only no. want to pick fights you can see Connor just, win? I'm what the fuck is that? I'm you don't want to see a comp... You don't want to see a fight between the two of them? I'm joking. Two, uh, okay. I'm joking. Of course I want to see that fight, but I'm saying Connor's never going to fight that fight. Then fuck it. Then on to my... Because then he's go on to somebody smart. Else. He's because somebody he wants else. to be a winner. He wants to be famous. He wants to make money. Okay. And Man, he wants so he's guilty of the same shit GSP is. He's guilty. And my thing is, he's guilty of the same shit on. every smart fighter we've, is. We've fuck effectively scratched at the scab that was the GSP debate. <laughs> and I know. But I'd like to move back. I'd like to move back. And I agree. Move back. I won't stop doing it. Ninganu versus Jones was a matchup that was talked Holy about. Holy shit. John Jones said. Now that's a fight I want to see let, more than all the other ones. Yeah. Me too. See, John Jones lost Agreed. a fight to Dominic Reyes. So he thought to himself, lost that fight. I can't stay at 205 where I've lost a fight, but I'm still the champion so he said i'm gonna escape i'm gonna escape on a rocket ship to the heavyweight division and i'm gonna do it for a raise so he called up his main man hunter i know who hey, is dana's dana's lawyer. partner hey no, man i know i'm coming off a loss but i'm gonna need 14 million dollars 30 the rumor was 30 but God. No, no he said no okay so that was 
see. Which, no, we're going to go over it all. Go yeah. ahead. So you're getting caught into what a lot of the MMA fans did. Exactly. So No, no, I'm first, throwing it out there. John Jones calls said. up Hunter. He does not talk directly to Dana White anymore. That's how icy that their boggles, relationship is. boggles the mind to me. That's how icy the relationship is. Because they've fucked with each other so much in the past that he just goes through an intermediary. He calls Hunter and says, give me an Nganu. The fans want it. He puts it on his Twitter. Fans obviously love that the idea of that fight. Right. That's a very 100%. exciting fight. I would love to see he it. He said, but I want to get paid. If I'm moving up and risking my legacy at heavyweight against what is supposedly the scariest fighter in the world right now, yes. Yes. I want at a pay raise. I would agree. And he suggested a rate, not 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 incrementally above what he's currently getting paid, a lot more than he's getting paid. Yes. So then, fourteen million is is it fourteen million? Where did you get a number from? It's, it's it's. I was just saying a big number. Okay. Yeah. But, but you so said we 14. don't. We know we don't know for okay. sure. Mason said fourteen. I thought he was making because in his previous fights he was making low single digit millions. Right. He was making Not even five, that. five, a, a little bit, no, over five million. No. I, I promise you, he said this. Oh really? Yes. Well, all all told, I thought he it was said low this, digit millions. He said this on Twitter. He makes five million plus. Every time he fights See, with yeah, points I, and everything. Well, with points, I I was I thought it was just over a million dollars. No, he's making. Really I promise you, that. he's. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, when you pull it up on Twitter, he said that's a lot of money. Yeah. So guess he's he, a, wow. He's, he's made his money. He yeah. talks to Dana White minute, and Hunter. So I, I, wait a minute. I got this story completely wrong. I actually felt bad for John. You're telling me John was making five million a fight. John is so rich. That's not the question I just asked. Yeah, he's so making so five million plus. That's his making, current contract. Oh wow! Wait a minute, I, I, boy, I'm glad I found that out before I put my take in. So on the UFC says, John, love that, love the idea of you fighting Francis. Can't swing a giant raise like the one you're suggesting. We don't know where it was. It was probably around like ten to twelve million, but, uh, wow. but that's about what Deontay Wilder made for some of his earlier title defenses, like the Stillburn fight or right. Stillburn two. I'm gonna need you to get that loss back. Though, <laughs> yeah, from because Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes has something Reyes. to say about that. But uh, so the UFC says we can't do guaranteed twelve million dollars yeah. for a bout against Francis Ngannou. We are on lockdown. There's no live gate, homie. So how about we expand your percentages on the pay per view? And if you really think it'll sell like it will, you'll make you'll make around that. For the fight, if you really, if it'll really sell, bet on yourself. This is what the UFC said. I didn't bet on yourself. Hey, kid. If I know John, he wants the twelve million and points and points. Yeah, exactly. He's getting points now, but he wants more points. Dana at that point says, "You know what? If if you want that, then we're not going to do it at this time. You're going to have to go back to two hundred five and fight." And that's when John blows up because he knows he goes. He's going to go back to Dominic Grass. Is like, hey, John. I won all the first three rounds against and you. And I hired a strength and conditioning exactly. coach. You're fucked. Dude, the judges who were who were tasked with like just deciding to win that, that fight, fight. I haven't, they I should be fucking it. ashamed. One, two, and three, Reyes. One, two, and three, so clearly Reyes, and they still fucking pulled the lever for John somehow. Well, it's because, yeah. we because he's yeah, a we talked about he's I don't want to. He's a yeah, goat. That's I digress. Why. Yeah. But John Jones no then takes that it. Much per fight, he man. takes it yeah. to the streets. Says, "You know what? If the UFC is not going to fuck the UFC, he says, release fuck me. the UFC. He says, release me. You know what? I've been getting undervalued and underpaid for years. You guys have been paying me what I'm worth. I hate you guys.'" And then Dana White goes, "Whoa, Kimwasabi, you were asking for Deontay Wilder money." So then when he said that, it sent the world, world on, on fire. fire. Yeah, that's the yeah. quote that went everywhere. He wants Deontay Wilder money, and what did Deontay Wilder make for the Fury fight? He made thirty million. Yeah. before I was gonna say before points before, before pay per view yeah, points before pay for Deontay Wilder got 
He got hundred million son. dollars. Estimated Deontay over hundred million dollars. Is backing up the Brinks truck yeah. after that. Fury. You know after getting worked by Tyson Fury, and he got worked. But you know what? Both guys worth. Both guys are monumental stars. Worth that. Cash. And they Tyson sell. Fury worked Deontay Wilder worse than <laughs> Floyd Mayweather worked Conor McGregor. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But you know what? He deserved the cash. He deserves the rematch. But I would argue that Conor McGregor has better boxing fundamentals than Deontay Wilder. A hundred percent. Nobody's got a better death touch, though. Oh, then Deontay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. There's but nobody out there that can lay a hand Tyson on someone Fury and, those, and those actually guys, stop their brain function. Those guys like sell and they make their promoters mm, so much that's money. Interesting. That's interesting. I want to see Nganu Wilder box. That'd be crazy. You know what? I'd actually you know what? be fucking down. <laughs> wow. Let's watch that. I would love to see it because you know what? That they would, would be throw great all caution fight. to the wind just overhand rights. Oh, just yeah. Well, I let me tell you. See. That's a fight. Then you know what? That's a fight. That you can, can see in Nganu. Just how scary he is because in the Rosenstrike fight, you can tell he felt disrespected because people were saying Rosenstrike's just as scary as Nganu. Yeah. So he's like, okay, no. I'm going to walk forward with my chin up exactly. yeah, and throw he did. 30 punches, have all of them miss, but the one that lands sends this guy to the fucking morgue. Nganu yeah, drove himself to the arena and threw all technique out the window. Out the window. No. He led with his fucking chin. Yeah. Now, did Rosenstrike circle out? No. The veteran kickboxer walked, walked in. straight up yeah. and let that led that giant Cameroonian truck <laughs> plow through him, oh dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, but did he have Tremendous. a choice? No. He came out at him, that, too. Dude, I don't think rotating could have saved him. No. The fight just started. Rosentrack's like, all right, let's get in the groove here. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the guy was just, no. oh! No, yeah. No. But... I would agree with that. So then the $30 million just went everywhere. And John said, okay, I didn't ask nearly as much. I didn't ask for half of half of what he was making. Wait, hold on. He might have been making like $60 million. So people were saying that he was asking for like $30 million. It was around like, people are speculating like 10 to 12, maybe 15. I didn't mean, That's no, like he was making end. $5 million per fight. I'm so sorry. So he said, That's I didn't ask for half of half That's of what was Wilder was making. Money. And he was like, now you're slandering me? As if I don't have to deal with enough shit, I have to deal with you slandering me, Dana? I love, I love when he says shit like so that. So then he starts saying, Dana show White the is slandering yeah. John Jones. So he's saying, show the text, Dana. Show the text. And then someone's like, well, what text will he show? And John's like, there are no texts. I'm not asking for that kind of money. I was talking to Hunter on the phone, super cordial. Yeah. So this this is a spat that is most likely a miscommunication. Can, can I just ask yeah. one thing, okay? Would John Jones be back in UFC if it wasn't for Dana White going to the commission, paying for the hearings, pushing to have him reinstated early and getting it all done? And rolling over his 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 fucking terrible past. I can't really answer. I don't know how much Dana White helped. In I think regard. he helped I know immensely. John, I know John I had, he had a team helping him get back into the to a place where he was able to f compete again. Yeah. But I, I'm sure Dana White helped just because Dana White's a businessman through and through, and that makes him predictable. And wanted him back. And John is good for ratings and worth a lot of money. Exactly, he's worth a lot of money. So it would be. But but that's the part I don't understand. How how are they so at each other's throats when one they both clearly need each other? I don't think they're at it. That's the crazy thing because I don't think they're at each other's throats as, as much as everyone thinks they are. They just disagree. I, I think that they are. They're having business negotiations right now that are just public and they shouldn't be public because no. that's kind of how it is. He's going to come forward with a number. You're going to be like, no, that's fucking ridiculous. And it's going to, you're going to meet in the middle somewhere. You're going to work out terms, but right now they're just going back and forth on Twitter. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys should be talking and, and to each other. Here's the fucked up part. How, how would be you, public like how this? How would you feel if you're in Ghana now? 
He's well, that's re- what he said. I mean, Nagano's been giving interviews and he's like, well, I want more money too. And he's kind of said the same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's I been mean, like less mean about it, but he's also been like, hey, what they about didn't me? offer me more money. And yeah, he's like, I agreed to it already. He's like, yes. I want more See, money. He already agreed to no, it. No, he wants more money. No, no, no. But my thing was. Oh, they, yeah. They, they both they, agreed to the bill. Yeah. Uh, he offered it to Nagano. Nagano was like, sure, I'll fight him. Fuck it. And but now John's already going. I want more money, and and, and Ghana's going. Well, uh, wait a minute, there's a possibility of getting more money. That's true, but it's easy to agree to a fight if the price is right. I'll fight anybody if I get enough money. You know what that's I mean? Yeah. I could agree. I'll agree to every fight right now, as yeah. long as we get the get excess, guaranteed money. Uh, yeah. Guaranteed yeah. money. Need to get the zeros in proper order. Yeah. But other what? than that, well, you are. You know, you, well, you're not GSP. <laughs> that's true. Well, also, okay, I'm in a much yeah. more desperate position than GSP. Yeah. yeah. Well, but. Seeing this happen, I actually blame the negotiations being in public on the UFC. And here's why. Here's why. GSP, the the UFC is taken, the UFC is taken to an absolute negotiation tactic that has prompted multiple fighters now to do this. We're going to get into George Masvidal also saying in the press too that he wants to be released over the struggles with negotiating the Kamara Usman fight. That's been one that's been blowing up in the media too. Where now uh, he's saying, "Release me if I'm not worth it, then fucking release I me. I don't want to be a part of this contract anymore." That well, I was going to say finish. the tactic they're using is they're saying at the end of the day they're like, "All right, if you don't want to take what we'll pay you, then the fight's off the table." They said publicly, "We're no longer begging anyone to fight. We'll offer fights if you don't say yes. That's fine." Move on. Move they on. move on without you. I think that behavior is being reinforced, though, because it tends to work out for fighters who are big draws. They're like, okay, you're not going to pay me what I want. I remove my services. And they're like, oh, well, let's talk there about this. There are only some fighters. I think it might work for John Jones. You, you have, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. have to be a draw. Otherwise, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, like Jorge Masvidal. Otherwise, you're like, yeah, I remove my guys, services in the UFC. The other guys are like, and well, the UFC, you know what? I'm not going to yeah. do it. And they're like, okay, see, peace yeah. out. Exactly. Other guys so are getting crushed. Yes. Even Cejudo. You said well, possibly the best combat sports athlete in the world. I guarantee there were probably talks about that big number. Hey, see ya. Well, they that's, took that's, him off the website. We we're looking at the rankings website. He's yeah. no longer there. I mean, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Because yeah. just because Dana White and the UFC are all that. about business, and that makes them predictable. I'm looking at the numbers, and it doesn't make sense. So you want to remove your services, or or and you want to use that as your tactic to negotiate? Bye. But can I say bye, this? Bye, 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 can, bye. Can I say this one thing? I understand. I understand both sides of it. And in, in, in my view, I understand the fighters going, I'm the one stepping in the ring. I'm the one risking my life. I'm the one that deserves more money. And then I, and then they say to the UFC, and the UFC comes back, like Dana White said, listen, we can show you the numbers. And if I'm a fighter, I can go, you know what? I don't give a fuck about your numbers. I didn't tell you to pay $4 billion for the business and be so fucking f- backloaded in, in, in what you owe on it. You had to strike a deal, so you're not making as much money, so you're going to rely on the gate to pay the fighters, and the rest of the money goes to paying your fucking debt on the business. Uh, no, 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 I'm, let me just say this. And I'll let I, you finish. And, and, and I understand the fighters going, it's not my fucking problem. And the other side of it is, too, I don't want to discount this from, from the UFC. Un- and I'm not going to argue this one point. The UFC puts on the best MMA product in the business, in my, in my opinion. It's not close. It's not. You can go watch another one, and it's, in my opinion, it's unwatchable it's at also, times. It's not. There's definitely second rate, for it's, sure. It's not even close to being watchable. And it takes money to do it at that point. And if they're putting on the best products, to try and remove yourself, like you're saying, some fighters are going to try and ball up against this, and we're never going to see them again. 
We're never going to see And it's kind of scary to see the UFC use this tactic so much because it kind of stops the negotiation process. It's kind of a shutdown. And how can you expect fighters who are very emotional people, very visceral, very like, you treat me how I want to be treated, I'll treat you how you want to be treated. When you deal in such a... It's a disrespectful tactic. Saying that, you know, we don't need you. No, we're not going to beg you to fight. I I see why a lot of these fighters feel burned. Because it's kind of like, you know what, man? I've, I've fought for you for, what, six years? And I've put my life on the line multiple times for this company. Times. And I want to get a payday. And you're saying, f- you don't need me? It's kind of... I could see... Uh, even if they don't deserve the money, yeah, but do you, you know can what see they why need? they're getting offended. Do you know what they need? They need a union. Not even a union. The, but the you know what union is, though? Unions also prop up fighters who aren't, aren't carrying good. their weight. Aren't good, yeah. In terms of, like, yes. marketing success. Right. Well, yeah, that's what the U- the UFC, I, I think, in my opinion, that they're evaluating things rather fairly. And if, if you're worth it, I think that they're willing to pay you. And the people who... Jorge Masvidal's not worth it? It depends on how much he's asking for. He's worth a certain amount, and so, that amount is definitely a lot. But if he's going to be like, "I want a hundred million dollars," no, sorry, he you're not worth a, that. He released a tweet that was pretty. I could. What did he tweet? I could explain why he, uh, that could explain why he's a little mad. I don't Apparently, know why you think that the UFC would think that it's in their best interest to actively fuck over fighters. It's not. They are in the business of making money and putting on good fights. Yeah, but if a f- okay, you don't think how much is enough? Though? The UFC is a business tries to pay people as little as possible. That's the goal of, of every corporation. That's the, yeah. goal of, of course. the goal of every It is business. the fighter's job to make a stink and be like, look, when it comes to the contract negotiations, I need to be a dick because yeah, I need to get paid. But, I have a finite career. Yeah, but, but doesn't this all come but, down to one thing? Yeah. But in running a business, you're not you're you're gonna have to think about things long term because that will make you the most money. You can't just be like, okay. I'm going to ma- I'm going to pay everyone as little as little money as possible. These people, these fighters, they are your product. You're not gonna you're not gonna abuse the goals the goose that is laying the golden egg. No, but you're gonna take you're gonna keep it as low as you can. I don't think they're no. really I don't think they're really dying to bump up the average fighter pay. You think they are? I, I no, just don't I feel think, that I think and it should be going up. It's unhealthy for the sport. When you have guys on eight and eight contracts or twelve and twelve contracts, that's not a lot of money. It's not. And then well, when you go and you get up into the big leagues and the average no, viewership no. grows, yeah, but you can no, afford to pay fighters more. Yeah, but more. you know what? And when the NFL is, I I hate to equate it, but I think I think they can afford to pay fighters, even the lower base ones, five hundred thousand. Well, this tweet, no way. No I get, way. I get, okay, they that's just so it. much. Oh, to put it in perspective, Chan- some Daniel Cormier, pay them Daniel Cormier, before he won his belt, was making three hundred grand per fight. I so, think, if you I think, think the lower level fighters can get paid five hundred grand, that's I can't totally. I'm saying I was I was I, lobbying I, I was lobbying for like 40, 40 contracts as the like gate, a minimum. The gates are like three million. You're but, gonna lose. Okay, yeah, but they're relying on the gates. But to pay they're the not. Fighters. I'm just saying that that's a okay. that's a. That's how much what I was saying, the tweet that kind of sparked my interest about this, okay. Jorge Masvidal said that he was offered half of what he made in his last fight against Nate Diaz. Well, you can't do that. For a fight for, with Kamaru Usman. Why is the fighter going to With go all back? the pay-per-views He's not and with all, uh, the salary I that he was making that. for the Nate Diaz fight, the offer that he got for the Usman fight is literally half of what can't he ended up making after the pay-per-views and his rate. You can't do for the it. Nate fight. I agree with so you. So he's like, wait, I agree with I'm going to make half of what I made in my last fight because this guy can't sell pay-per-views? It's not my problem. And he's like, how is that? 
It's not my how fault. How is that my concern and how am I getting penalized because agree, he can't I sell? I agree with Masvidal. You got it. You, you don't take a step back. When you establish a pay rate, that's what it is Especially when you win. You won. Yes. He won the Nadia fight. It's not fight. like he lost. When you lose, then it's back to the drawing board. You might have to renegotiate, but not after you've won. That's what I'm saying. No, I agree with that. So how I can you not be offended? That. And then the UFC tells you, hey, we're not going to beg you to fight. What the fuck? He's like, wait, I clearly want to fight. But, but shouldn't they go He back? said multiple times. He literally was doing interviews with Erhawani at American Top Team on an exercise bike. He's like, I've been training since January. He's like, I'm more than ready. I just want to get paid. Yeah, I understand that. But it, it doesn't just go back to the whole point where we should just go back to allowing the fighters to get their own independent uh, commercial deals. Instead of just Reebok off the bat, like can't they, they just can. they can now? I, they're not allowed to have sponsors Merch, on fight. They're not, yeah. but that's my that's my point. They should go back to letting them have the banner so they can make some extra cash. It's just me, but some fighters did make a lot of money from that. Yeah, enough especially, to survive. Especially the lower. That's my fighters. whole point. They oh. should. They, uh, yeah. Why not go back to Undercard. that? What's uh, what's the problem? Go back to it. Go back. Allow them to have the fucking banners, man. I mean. Do you need to fucking whore that much money out yeah, of them? Reebok paid for the exclusive rights. I wonder when that deal runs out. I'll have to, I could check that. Yeah, because that's my thing. I, there's I, something I, to be said, though. I see where Jorge Masvidal is coming from, and I do, I do, I do get that that's a little disrespectful. He should go back. At the same time, where where's the if the other if your opponent does not sell as well as your previous opponent, then that means that that money for that fight is just simply not there. So where is the UFC going to come up with that money for Jorge Masvidal? Do you want them to take a hit and be like four billion dollar well, contract? I mean, front you, front you. You don't think it hurts when they pay millions for McGregor fights? Yeah. No, they make their money back. They make their money back when they when they pay Conor McGregor something. They're not losing money. Jorge Masvidal was the biggest pay per view star they had last year. He sold the most pay per views. So I think. He's saying, can't act him this, he's ask saying, him to step back. He can't. What the fuck? Yeah, I he's agree. like, I had your biggest cards last year. I am your biggest seller. So you're gonna hold it against me? I'm not Conor McGregor, even though no, I was I'm your not, number one I'm, seller. No, I'm saying that's not right. You're, I, you want a, X amount of dollars for this upcoming fight? Okay, it, you're, this fight will objectively earn less because your opponent is not as big of a draw. So I am supposed to pay you how right? much less? That's the thing. It's like a, a lot. And the less. projections, Kamaru Usman. He's got like 40,000 Twitter followers. I like Kamaru Usman. Yeah, I like him too, but he's but not, he can't sell. He's not nearly as popular no, as Nate can't Diaz. Sell. No, Nate he's Diaz not. is like a superstar now in the MMA world. Yeah. And that's yeah. undeniable. And that's the reason you guys want to suck and, his dick and, and want to fight Conor There's McGregor. going to be a certain pool of money See, available because... You missed him right there. Sorry. That's just not true. But there's <laughs> not true. There's a certain pool of money, right? And you can't, jump, you can't dump all the money... Out from this pool, yeah, but it's not to like it's Jorge gonna Masvidal. break them, man. It's it, so you do want them to lose money. To Are they losing money though? Are yeah, they? I just don't buy that. Okay. I don't buy that. Okay. You're not gonna tell me that they're losing all the cash or money that they would allocate to other fights or setting up other things. And they want to give but, that. But to here's the thing: you got to take care of your stars. You got to take care of your stars. In every sport, what do they do? They take yeah, care of their stars. That's the thing. At least you got to take like care of the stars. Boxing. And, and the are guys you going to tell me Max Masvidal's not a star of, the, uh, uh, of UFC? Then you got to take care of. I him. see where you're coming John from. John Jones, you got to take care of him because these still they might not be they not, they are the faces of this organization. Also, good, bad, or indifferent. Perfect example of why they should take a hit with stars. Just okay. Perfect example. Um. PewDiePie, before YouTube uh, partnerships, YouTube partnerships okay. were no longer a thing. Right. PewDiePie 
actually partnered with a network who took a loss on his CPM to rates, come in, yeah. his cost per view rates or whatever. For every view, for every thousand views, he was getting paid a certain rate. They're take, they they agreed to take a loss on that because having PewDiePie as a part of their network yes. allowed them to sell more many and and partner with many more YouTubers. That's not see. That's not a good business model, though. No, but they did that with McGregor. McGregor, it's they used McGregor, they bad. used Ronda Rousey, yeah. they used John Jones to, to build the sport. To temporarily pump up their net worth. That's bad. And they did longevity. take a lose on, loss on them it's early on. Longevity. And I think that they need to have those big stars cut into their margins a little bit. And it'll actually increase the overall worth of the sport and the company. Not long term. I, I guarantee think so. That network, after they lose PewDiePie, I guarantee you they're probably fucked. Uh, well, they it didn't. makes the company reliant on a single person. And that, uh, that person, that, I, just like Conor McGregor, when he's the only show in town, he starts looking at the CEO like, what the fuck are you doing here? I, he, he holds all the power. Yeah, but my thing is, how what? are you How are you one We're of the guys? We're in the trenches on no, this one. Yeah, but, but, but thing is, what if you're that guy struggling to come up and then you see him fucking over the stars? What are they going to do to me when I get there? Fucking over the stars. I think, I don't know. I don't think they fuck over. They, it's not a typical thing to fuck over stars. I think that it, if you ask for a, f I don't know. It's tough because sometimes that people, fighters are being fair and they get paid what they deserve. And other times it seems like the UFC is uh, jipping them, jipping them a yes. little bit. But that, again, that's Donald, what the fighter's saying. Of course the fighter's going to say that. That's Cerrone. why you don't go public with business negotiations. The, business negotiations are Should always going to be a little ruthless. Donald yeah, Cerrone, that's just how it is. up until recently, was only making 120 grand per fight. Uh, yeah, I get that's crazy. For so long that, years though, into his contract a lot of that when he was doing when he was doing no when he was taking short notice fights for the UFC helping the UFC out in yeah, their time of need taking terrible matchups and, and short notice yeah. with little training doing whatever they wanted whatever event they wanted no matter what the we risk had somebody drop out fill in please yeah yeah he was a constant entertainer, constantly getting bonuses. He, I think he's like first overall for yeah. all-time yeah. bonuses. Yeah, I mean, he, this guy took what Uriah Faber was doing for the for the business, for the promotion, and just went way over. He went way overboard top. with it. But to his own detriment, he should have discriminated between matches. And he much finally more. got taken care of he with the McGregor fight, but he was getting underpaid yeah. for years. Well, I mean, Fucked you... For you always years. shit on Conor McGregor and GSP. Cowboy should have ripped a page out of their book and been like, "I'm not going to take this fight." If it literally, if he would have picked, was was able to pick so, and choose his fights a little bit more, he probably would have been championed by now. So you're saying hurting, hurting the UFC and not helping them as much. They would have. They should have paid him he, more he earlier. Would, they still should have paid him more earlier. Probably, but the thing is, by him jumping around and picking and choosing fights, sure, he made individual matchups more interesting because, oh my god, Cowboy just fought and I was going to fight again. That's great. I'm going to watch his card. They would have filled that spot with somebody else. And there are a lot of fights along the way that Cowboy lost because he just jumped in right away. Yeah. There are also fights he won because he jumped right in. Exactly. Yeah, but do you think that he... he it's undeniable that he would have been champion by now if he wasn't... He, if he didn't fight with that Cowboy style where he's like, it's been a week, but I'll fight again, man. Like he definitely. It's hard to be. argue that, but but would it? Would he have the legacy he had has today Probably. and the money? I mean, he wouldn't be. He'd be champion. So that's what made him famous. Though was the cowboy, like anytime, any place. That's his legacy. I think his me. personality is what made him famous. It was all of it. All of but it, yeah. the fact that not just that he does. I just found that out recently that he didn't get 
taken care of the way I thought he did. And I thought he was getting Why, paid what, what way did, more. What did he make for the Connor fight? Do you uh, know? Oh, he got taken. That was his big ticket. Yeah, but what out. did he get? That's like, my that was question. that's uh, probably a lot of money. I mean, yeah, he, fought, you, he fought Connor. It's a red penny night. I'm not sure the exact. Think he made about. 10? I, I, I don't know. Oh, okay, but I will see. say this, learning that he was only making 120 when he's that that's big a of a sin. star for a that long, sin. you're like, holy shit. Yeah. He was a... He was and a, then they're turnaround paying... And no disrespect to Overeem, but I mean they're paying him eight hundred thousand, eight hundred grand a fight. Yeah, and then they're not paying Cowboy Cerrone. Not he's not making eight hundred a fight. That's fucked, in my opinion. That's also, fucked because he's as big a draw yeah. as as Overeem is. But that's perfect time for us to talk about the lightweight division that has been absolutely in. It's been in a whirlwind, especially with all of the lockdown happening and the shutting down of sports. Hell of a season for you this year. Uh oh. Uh oh. Little, little, there we go. Sorry. Shout Hell out to Mason. Season. I'm trying to find out how much Connor made. He is. I mean, but Cowboy. We have in the in the lightweight division right now, Justin right. Gaethje just beat Tony Ferguson. Yes. An amazing win. It was a great win. But now this division's in a weird place where Justin Gaethje is the number one contender. Obviously, he's going to fight Khabib next. Right. But we don't know when that's going to happen. I have no idea. We don't know when Khabib can get out of country. We, no, he's got family even stuff though with he's, his dad. He's staying, he's staying active training. Apparently, yes. even when he was uh, visiting his dad in the hospital, he was still getting all of his training sessions in. So yes. he clearly still wants to fight and wants to be active. Right. But now it's a question of like him traveling and like when can we Because wherever he does sum? go, he has to sit for two weeks. And now we're going to have to wait until later in this year, which is crazy. And I've said it for years. That's the only knock I have on Khabib. We just don't get to see him as much as we should. I love seeing Khabib fight. And I want to see I know, more. but we've had other fighters that have huge layoffs, and we're okay with that. We shouldn't just I'm mad at, I was mad at Connor too. I, I told I mean, you guys multiple layoffs. times. Huge layoffs. I was no longer a fan because I was like, this guy just doesn't fight. I mean, Khabib <laughs> just fought last year. Wasn't I know, last I know. year. Yeah, I mean, he, come on. Yeah, I know. I just I like seeing Khabib I mean, fight I, I, so much it's, that it's when not he, his fault that we've had the, the pandemic. It's not his fault. He said we've yeah. had the family issues. And my thing is, wherever he does travel, they're going to have to sit around for two weeks until everybody clears with constant no. testing. And my thing is, that's the reason they're setting up Fight Island. And you're right. I mean that that is there are the, that is one of the premier class weight classes. Everybody yeah. wants to see because there's a bottleneck of guys. You have every, Dustin Poirier who's still up there. Yes. You have Dan Hooker. Yep. Paul Felder. Yep. Charles Oliveira. I mean, it's a it's a real question of what Frank happens Connor next. In there. But I wanted to get you guys' opinion, Matt, especially because you're not with us on much watch parties. What do you think about the matchup between Justin Gaethje and Khabib? I think it's great. I mean, I I want to see it. Why not? I know it's super compelling, right? Who do you think has the upper hand there? It's it's hard to say it's that hard. that Khabib is not going to just fucking maul him because he's done it's that impossible to, to say that now he can't because what does he do to everybody he takes them down and grinds them out and then either submits yeah. him or he just knocks him knocks he just submits people i mean that's just what he does he wears them down and submits them connor can say whatever he wants about not being focused for that camp and, Dude, you, and you, going you, to strip clubs and going to bars hey he submitted you we saw just how high of a caliber of a fighter could be was in that fight he tapped you know i think that justin gaethje is definitely the worst matchup for Khabib. Yes. Because you want to talk... He's the best with well, his Well, Justin Gaethje is a... Well, I, I was going to say... I was going to say Justin Gaethje was a perpetual forward motion machine, but then we saw in the Tony Ferguson fight 
This guy has legit forward. I think Justin Gaethje is the perfect combination of wrestling and boxing boxing and wrestling. Yeah, Yeah. that and I think that combination is key in combating Khabib. When you have a guy, because Khabib will definitely take Justin down, but I think Justin has the skills to be able to get back up. And American once they get to the feet, he'll be able to outbox Khabib. That's the scary part because. Connor did catch Khabib a couple the, times. The only thing where I, I I worry is because when you hear guys like Luke Rockhold and Daniel Cormier, Daniel Cormier, for those of you who don't know, he only lost uh, in the NCAA finals to you know this little known wrestler called yeah. Kale Sanderson. A little a little known guy. Just a little known guy. Uh, that's the only guy you know he lost to in, in the finals tournament. How scary is that? And when you have Daniel Cormier and Luke Rockhold saying it's a different thing to watch when when Khabib holds you, when you feel him grab you, they said it's different. Even they have a problem. It's different. And Daniel is a heavyweight, and Luke Rockhold is a big, big middleweight, former light heavyweight. And he says, "With no passion anymore." It's just different when you get grabbed by him. It's like (laughs) they said it's it's like he's not human. Genuinely, no, no, I agree. Because the way he just holds you down, and we've said it before watching his fights, it's like his whole body. Is engaged in grabbing you. Yes. Yeah. Whereas with other fighters, you can tell clearly, like, okay, the arms are engaged. And, and Maybe the core gets engaged if he's like a black belt. But when Khabib grabs you, it's like everything every just. Every muscle in his body uh, is working. And then to there, like, was hold another, on. there was another Olympic wrestler that just went and trained there with them. And they said it was an unbelievable match. And they were. They didn't talk about it, but Khabib did very well against him. Who was the guy? You don't know his name? No, I don't, oh, I don't you know. Don't pop your phone. <laughs> right to the microphone. Right to the microphone. <laughs> what are we doing? A- AMSR or whatever it is? ASMR? AMSR. Yeah. But, but there was a wrestler. Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. You're, I, I'm telling you. Fuck. It, it's the guy that, that they were just talking about, uh, an Olympic, two-time Olympic gold medal winner, and they were like, it was unbelievable because Khabib actually did very well against him too. But uh, it's just the point that you can't count him out, and even though he's had big layoffs... I still, if he would only fight once a year, I'd be okay with it because I'd still want to see him fight oh, yeah. guys. It's certainly the most intriguing matchup right now. And it shows what, uh, yeah, yeah. You would and, still and love it if it was once a year. And I love how, like, kind of like the boxing world, MMA world gets swept up with the recency bias where you just see Justin Gaethje yep. do that to Tony Ferguson where we've never <laughs> yeah. seen that before. And then immediately they're like, this is the guy. This is the guy. He's a world beater. This is the one. We finally found a guy who's going to stop Khabib. Guys, it's not even going to be on. close. Take and I'm breath. like, wait, we said that about Dustin Poirier. We said that about Conor McGregor. And then time and time again, yes. he breaks our toys. Right in front of us, we sets him on fire yeah. and then pushes him back at you. It's insane. It is insane. And he shows you with the power of his grappling. It's it's one of the most freakish things I've seen. He's the he's amazing. He he's is the best. And grappler. I love when he goes. Well, I will maul him, and that's yeah. what he says. And yeah, that's what he does to people. And then we need to talk about where Connor is because Connor's on this weird thing, weird place right now where he would be. He would be the number one contender. I think Ooh, he's, he's, he fought in the weight class. I hate when people say that. He's honestly in a unique position <sighs> because so frustrating. Connor he, is yeah. so rich that he doesn't have to do anything. No, of he this. does. Yeah. I will agree with that. He wants to fight. He w- exactly. exactly. The only thing is making him that. fight now is his ego, yeah. and uh, he's got a fighter's spirit. So that's the only thing where it's he's his like, id. His yeah, id, his, I want to compete. Him. He's just like, you know, I really want to compete again. I miss fighting. So he does it. And he makes but another just can't $20 give million. Him, dollars. You can't give him 
the title shot over guys who've been putting in their time. That annoys the fuck out of me. You gotta at least fight it's somebody. The fights, it's the fights we want to see. That's true. That's yeah, true. It's annoying put him because against it the number one contender. Logically, and then if he does okay, right. then then let him fight the champion. Logically, it doesn't make sense. But if we want to get mad at the UFC for not making logical matchups, then our I show know. would just be complaining. I was because say. they're not going to do that. Because it's, it doesn't make sense. Who's the number one in, in that weight class right now? Who's number one, two, and three? One, two, and Justin three. Justin Gaethje, Tona Ferguson, Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier just got choked up by Khabib. So okay. that's not a great, not a great pick to fight him. Tony Ferguson just got beat up by Justin Gaethje. Yeah, but that's my whole point. Then why not have Connor fight one of them? And if he wins, put him back in the ring. I would Khabib. watch. Conor I'm, McGregor's knocked out Dustin Poirier. I would watch I don't that care. rematch I'd see it again. I'd watch I'd that see rematch because it Connor. It's been years. Connor has been years. Connor's gotten a lot better at boxing, but so has His Dustin, Dustin. Poirier. That's my whole point. His hands are way better. But I agree with what now, you guys not, said not previously. Connor. Connor doesn't have to fucking fight Dustin to get the title shot. No, he doesn't. He could have gotten the title shot this time if Justin hadn't won the interim belt. If there wasn't an interim belt, the only problem is the interim belt guarantees wait a, minute, wait a title no, shot. Doesn't guarantee you guys said that. Belts. You guys said that, not me. It I should. still think he should it fight. Should. If he wants to step in and step out because he is so rich and he is such a great fighter and he he does have this legacy. I don't have a problem with that, but I still think he should be bypassing the number one contender and going right for the champion. I still believe he's got to pay his dues. He's got to fight the number one guy because he is the draw. And the number one contender wouldn't have a problem with it because he's still going to get paid. He's always going to be the A side, Connor. I get it. And I don't have a problem with that, but he doesn't get the champion right off the bat when he says so. Of course. I think he, he shouldn't. Should. He should. But he will. And I, we want to see it. I, so I, let's talk about Dustin Poirier. First. Let's talk about Tony. F Why would Dustin Poirier? Oh, you want him to fight Dustin Poirier? Yes, okay. before he just well, goes to Khabib. We need to talk about Tony Ferguson's future. He El Kukui needs to take a break. El Kukui finally got back. finally got beat, and he got beat in pretty devastating fashion by he Justin Gaethje. We saw an absolute like. It Was it overtraining? Well, it prompted no. a lot of questions. Probably it, not. It prompted questions about the double weight cut. In quick succession. So he cut weight for April eighteenth, weighed in, Why? looked looked very emaciated, then oh. put a ton of weight back on, then cut down, down again. again. So a lot of people were saying he was probably depleted. I agree. I think even Tony's think coaches were saying he was depleted. It's too much. I think uh, Eddie Bravo was was on the record saying that he spoke to uh, to Tony, and Tony said that that didn't affect him that much. Yeah, but is he going to say it did? Yeah, would, would a fighter is he tell you the truth? I think that all of this talk is just He's detracting from truth. Justin Gaethje's performance. No, um, no one. You can two things can be true at the same time. Justin yeah. Gaethje could have an amazing performance, and Tony Ferguson could also look. Yeah, but I, not as good as you just a step okay, slower well, than yes. usually okay, is. Okay, well, yeah. Then I guess the thing to argue here is the degree to which that double yeah. weight cut would have affected Tony. I don't think it would have affected him all that much. I mean, you I look really at the. I mean, yeah. It's well, we really saw time time in shape. It's a long time well, to be in shape. I agree. What it's was more? If you were more, more like impressive. Uh, what was more impressive than Tony's double weight cut was shocking was the fact that Justin Gaethje can fight in a way that I never thought he would be able to fight. I still think that that Justin Gaethje we saw beats the best version of Tony Ferguson we've ever seen. Yeah. In similar it's, fashion. Well, it's it's just, hard to You argue take that. a guy like Justin Gaethje where you watch his fights and most of his fights before that were absolute blood and guts. Yeah. I'm coming straight at you. You're coming straight to me. Who's going to fall first? Like slobber knockers. And then he comes out and, against Tony and fights one of the most technical fights. And pieces him up. To Tony's I've defense, ever seen. though, he, Tony has been preparing for Khabib specifically yes. for so long. Yeah, he, so long. And months. then he gets the total opposite he of that. He is a totally and someone, different fighter. Someone who wants to stand and bang. With better hands. Yeah. Than, much than better hands. Much better hands. I mean, that's the part that's crazy to me. And we've seen man. that, you know, Khabib has... 
Good hands. They are very. He has nothing. Gr- nothing close he has to his good boxing. Than, yeah, it's good. Nothing to write home about. I was going to say when you we saw that in the LA Kinta fight. Does. Yeah, we saw that in the LA Kinta fight. Khabib won that fight with his boxing, but it was a lot of jabs. Yeah, it was a lot of jabs. Did, did Tony look too old? No, no, no. To lo- Tony looked not too old. He looked a step slower. Like I said, it just seemed like like something was a bit off. Plus, I mean, yeah, but you could attribute that. To, like 30, you could attribute that to anything. Yeah. But what I will he say is, the right game plan. The conditioning yeah. showed the game that plan his could show a step. The conditioning work showed in his chin because holy moly, yeah, he could take a punch, keep going. I was gonna say it didn't show his age. His there. conditioning, yeah, no, it, I, th- that I, was the I, I couldn't slow down with, all that much. It just he wasn't like, too old. It was who it looked he was like fighting. He didn't have who he prepared exactly. For. I, I, it looked I like not that he was so slow or that he couldn't take damage. It looked like he didn't have the answer. Yeah. Because Justin Gage is like, I'm just going to keep punching in the fucking I'm face. I'm just going to keep going. And Tony's like, well, you're going to keep punching me in the fucking and face because I don't know what to do about anymore. it. And I'm with no crowd, anymore. you really got to hear those punches, man. And it was, ooh, it was pretty rude. Which did you like more, crowd or no crowd? Uh, the no crowd, I like. They both have their own pros they, and they, cons. I was yes. going to say pros and cons. Yes. I want to hear the crowd reactions, but at the same time, hearing the actual hits and strikes, you're like, okay. holy shit. Fuck. I'll be right back. I can't. I Little gotta. boy bladder. Little boy bladder, Mason. Mason breaks first. But but I will say that I, I, I kind of agree. I don't think he's too old either because, you know, some of the chat, you know, that the guys are sending to us right now is, is he too old? What was that? What's going on? I don't think he was too old. I think it was who. Who he was preparing for? I think Mason was right with that. I think you're right with that. Um, I don't think. I don't think he. I don't think he looked old. He looked too old for the fight. Uh, w- will he be back? 110. percent Yeah. I mean, well, what? What is? Who do you think is next for him? Because we have. I mean, we have we have a bunch of guys. Dan Hooker is up there. Dan Hooker. He D- just came off Dustin, of being Paul Felder. Connor. I'm just saying. If you're Connor, are you taking that fight before you get the title shot? Well, put it this way. Put it this way. You can always do. Uh, you can always do a round robin. It could be Ferguson, Ferguson, Con- uh, Connor, and it, and if they and have Portier ready in the background. I I think Connor waits for the title shot. Well, we saw Connor's doing crazy I would not shit. Give it to Connor's him. I calling out him. Anderson Silva. Anderson Bullshit. Silva was calling out Connor. He just does that shit to make Connor's it. talking about seventy, but then Kamara says, "Hey, I'll sign right now." Yeah, no shit. And, and then, what, what, and I'll tell you what. And Connor. then McGregor goes radio silence. Yeah, no shit, because uh, Usman would fucking kill him. I'm sorry, he would kill him. You don't think so? There's a size discrepancy there the for size sure. Size discrepancy, dude. It'd, it'd be like a, a father Sunday. Give me a fucking break. You know, it's just a size difference. Though. Size difference, dude. It'd be tough to that overcome. That would be unbelievable. See Usman Connor in the same fucking ring. Uh, uh, Connor Anderson Silva has some of the same problems. You're taking a guy who's an 85 pounder. And you're gonna have him fight Connor. Yes, yeah, it's Silva offroids or onroids. And you know what? He's so fucking ancient after that last fight we see him fight against Stylebender. Do you really want to see that goddamn fight? Yeah, no. we all know how imposing Anderson Silva was because of those steroids. Yeah, and he just looks just muscle. Well, bound, put it just, just uh, uh, that's no, no, not what no, steroids no. looks that, like. That's not steroids. Like. But but here's the thing. He looked old, he looked like he was missing a step, he looked like he couldn't couldn't counter, he looked like he couldn't take a punch with Stylebender. Do you want to see that same what? guy offroids against against Conor McGregor? Give me a break. I didn't see all I that disagree. in that fight. In that Stylebender I fight, I just saw two guys who were looking to counter in a boring fight as the result. The, and you know what? You know what that brings to mind? He fought 
Daniel Cormier and we saw the same type of fight. Uh, but yeah, because I think the people same are so useless fight nobody useless. wanted to see. Holy shit. What? what? Come on. I Cormier think, even said what? he had to apologize because he was being booed I think, because he was destroying his fucking I think people are very his, quick his, to forget his, the his, way Anderson Silva fights. Anderson Silva has been responsible for some of the most entertaining fights in UFC history. Not going to disagree with that. Also, pre T, pre T. Also, some of the fucking shittiest. He is a counterpuncher. Exactly. He's always been a counterpuncher. His best fights and the best the fights we've enjoyed the most are the ones where he was matched up against someone who's come forward. The fights he's had against other counterpunchers have been some of the slowest shit fights you'll ever see. Cormier and destroyed now that him. he's uh, he's match. aging and he's slower, he's become even more of a counterpuncher. Yeah, he can't use he can't use steroids <laughs> to recover. Oh man. And keep and keep his strength up. And if you're going to talk about anybody that's too old to fight that's anymore, I don't want to see him fight anymore. I don't want to see him fight anymore. You know what? There's other fighters out there I'd rather see fight. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry just to drop it on that, but it's just Jesus I don't want to see him fight anymore. Christ. Stop calling out guys. You know you're going to pee. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. Why? Okay. Now Why? for the next topic, <laughs> let's see if let's see if we can have a topic where it doesn't de- where it doesn't oh, where it doesn't devolve to blows. I, I love this. I love this. I take a, a fucking harsh take on things. It devolves. I like it. Otherwise, it'd be Cameron and I going totally, man. Yeah, love it. Love it. You love, love it. it. I love it. You love it. I love it. You love it. Love it. I literally never say I love it. <laughs> no, but I would say like, yeah, you're right, man. You're right. You're right. I'm right. You're right. And now it's like, you love it. Now we just be like, he's fucking dog shit. He should never fight again. He should never. Fought to begin with, actually, probably just steroids. They do steroids, they're all on steroids. It's steroids. Why not bring up some young guys who are fighting underneath and give them some fucking some shots? Young guys, pull them over from fucking Invicta. I want you not even Invicta, dude. Strapping tomboys. Who else is in the, the top UFC. 10 who's, who's won four in a row? Nah. Who else is pull up, pull up the division? Who, who's won two who? or three in a row in those weight classes? Con, give Connor one of those fucking guys. Then you want to? Th- are you out of your mind? Hey, if it's so fucking Talking easy, you take someone who's so not ranked. Easy. You take someone who's not ranked so and you put him up against Sheep Connor and so slaughter. Sheep to the slaughter. Well, let's see it. No, let's there's see it. a genuine let's there's a genuine concern about Let's see it. When you take that big of a skill discrepancy, there's a genuine concern about the other fighter's safety. Not only that, but the not, you have to I'm take serious. that. You know what? It might not Everybody, get sanctioned. So you're, it might not get sanctioned in I the same swear. way. People were saying the same thing about Floyd Bullshit. versus Connor. They're like, I don't know if we're gonna sanction this. Because he never boxed it so hard. You know what? Check cleared. They sanctioned. Holy fuck, man. Okay, let's get into the <laughs> heavyweight yeah, division. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> let's get deep in. Let's Pivot get hard. Let's get deep into the heavyweight division. Sure, okay. Because we have two stories to dive into. Anthony Rumble Johnson just posted a photo of his also known as Anthony Bubba Rumble Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba he is Rumble. a professional thick boy now. He's walking around at two thirty one. He posted that on his Instagram. Yeah, cycle and off. He's Hoping to come back into the UFC heavyweight he's division. He's got quite a cut to go if he's weighing in at 321. <laughs> <laughs> he looked thick when he was doing that bodybuilding. Also, pull up bodybuilding, rumble, rumble bodybuilding. Yeah, and I love that. Was he ever really bodybuilding? Was he was he cut enough? Trust me, he wasn't cut enough for he bodybuilding. Was he was I don't, definitely. I, don't I think he was definitely on shit when he was bodybuilding. What? Oh, absolutely. I mean, pre rumble. Maybe not. I mean, he has great genetics, but holy shit. Maybe he wasn't on stuff, but he was. He got very. Oh, he big. definitely was on stuff. Nah, I don't know. Maybe. Holy shit! He's definitely got a lot of mass there. He's quite the mass monster. Oh, he's huge. <laughs> 
huge big guy but he's since oh there you go look at look wow. here he is trying to make trying to make 170 he's officially he has officially said he's making an MMA comeback and he's coming back at heavyweight. So 231, he makes weight right now, but yeah. he said, you know, he's feeling they good. Have a weight. current he wants, image of him at 230, 230, 231. I don't think he posted oh, a photo along with it. I would love it. to fucking see that. It was just a that. photo of his scale. Because what chased him out of the out of the world was was basically DC. I mean, he couldn't beat DC. He, he looked like a different heavyweight. And then he dropped down to 170, and then he lost two or three matches there, and that was it for him. He looked like a different person at 170. Yeah, now. he did. That's crazy. Wasn't even looking like the same, dude. But I'm excited for him to come up to heavyweight because there are tons of fights. Oh, yeah! There are tons of fights that piqued my interest. Curtis Blades would be a great one. Let's see if he can stop the takedown from him. Because Curtis Blades doesn't have quite the caliber that Daniel Cormier does when right, in terms I of wrestling. No, I, and then you an also fight. Francis Ngannou, Anthony Rumble Johnson. Oh, for man. years, people have said, who's the hardest puncher? And now we have Rumble yeah, getting but in what, there with Ngannou. What that would finally settle it. What kind of product are we going to get from Anthony Rumble Johnson? Someone who said before that he doesn't like fighting. He's just really good at it. You know? I mean, there are tons of athletes like that. The Black Beast. I mean, yeah. The Black Beast hates yeah, fighting. And a lot of his latest fights have been shit, shit because of it. I agree. Yeah, because it's his a, level a of training is commitment to training. I was going to say. Where he's like, I don't even like this. I'm not going to train. Anthony Rumble Johnson, and uh, unlike, trying to sell us hard. Unlike Derek Lewis. You're not Lewis, to sell me. I'm going Derek to Lewis, watch. I just want to see him. I'm saying, unlike oh, Derek yeah. Lewis, Anthony Rumble Johnson trains fucking hard. And you can see, even see in yeah. his big losses, the guy was trying his ass off. He always trying. I mean, it's God just the damn, fact that so th there was a skill gap there. I, I I'm excited to see. Oh. Him. I'm excited to see him back. And then the oh. other, the can I get some of them drugs? <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! Looks, I want some of those drugs. Ginormous there. He is such a big guy. Yeah, he got a Redcon One sponsorship, Holy which is a shit. supplement company. Yeah, he's definitely. He looks like he's on some supplements there, dude. That is like <laughs> fucking shit. But I'm gonna stop saying he, he's Uberine. It's it's <laughs> Uberine. It's Uber Rumble. <laughs> Uber Rumble. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's but the way it's gonna go for now. The other big wow. story we have in the heavyweight division, yes. is that Alexander Gustafson has now signed Back a bout at heavyweight. Yes, yeah. versus Fabricio Verdum. Wow, Verdum coming. Ooh. Uh, Who? Verdum, Verdum coming off of a loss to Alexi Olenek. Shocker. After a two-year layoff for steroids. <laughs> Boy, did he have the softest body. <laughs> yes, he did. Coming back from the steroids, I'm like, oh, he was on steroids. Didn't the he hurt his knee in that fight, too? I think he I think he hurt his knee. That's one of the reasons he was saying he got hit and he hurt his knee, twisted his really? knee. I'm yeah, not no, sure. I'm being serious. But beforehand, um, is that what stopped him from no, no, losing I, the I fat? think... <sighs> I think he got hit so hard. No, I'm just kidding, joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that yes. terrible person. The Russian, the, the Russian grappler who literally only does Ezekiel chokes hit him so, so hard. hard. I mean, he the fight was pretty much a stand up fight. I know. It was. That's my joke. Well, because Atlantic both they, they're both grapplers. You see that all the time where they cancel yeah. out, and then we just but get a shitty boxing match. That God is a so very intriguing fight. Gustafson coming up to heavyweight. He's probably eliminating one of the things that he hated about fighting. Cutting the weight. The strenuous training that causes, yeah. is required to cut that weight and get I'm down. I'm interested to Daniel see Daniel Cormier heavy. said that too. Daniel Cormier said, I have more fun at heavyweight. Yeah. Because I can have my chicken nuggets. I can yeah. have my... Popeyes. I can have my post-fight food. Popeyes, man. I I, I'm say. really interested in Gustafson at heavyweight without the cut. I just like just seeing him in the octagon. Me too. I enjoyed his fights. I'm a big fan of his. It's huge. And you know what? That's one guy. I'm not as interested to see Rumble as I am to see Gustafson at heavyweight. He's probably... 
like number one or number two on the list of like the best fighters to Who never win a belt. Never win a title. I would agree with that. He's probably number one. In terms of skills, because I don't think Verdum's going to be able to take him down. No. 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 I really don't think so. We might so. see that Verdum we saw against fucking Alexi. We might see that Verdum. Uh, he might guard. get finished. No, that Verdum might get finished. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, saying, I, I was him not we, we, were, were, you, were, you, were we ever considering that Verdum would win this fight? He may. He may. may. But mm. if in he the wins, same way know. that Cejudo might be Ryan Garcia. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> I agree. I concur, sir. Because yes. there's no way. This is a warm-up fight. That's fucking illegal. You're right, Dana. It is fucking illegal, but I'm sorry. That's the way it's going to go. I think this is a tune-up fight, and after he beats him, they're going to throw him right into the mix. Dude, a I rumble... Hope. A Rumble Gustafson rematch at I'm heavyweight. In. I'm in. I'm hard. Plus, yeah. the reason why Gustafson got I'm hurt. Attention. The reason why Gustafson got hurt in the first fight is because of a fucking headbutt. Dude, yes. so true. Headbutt so hard, and then he got knocked out in Sweden in front of his fans. This is one of the reasons it pushed him to retirement in the first yeah, place. He said that loss was so demoralizing. Yes, at home that he had to move to L.A. and just try to put himself completely away from everything else everything. and think about: Do I want to fight? And this is after he signed that big contract, too. And he got one fight on the big contract and decided to step out. And it's now crazy. they're talking him back to coming in. I, I think that's great for heavyweight. I, You know what? That's one of the fighters that I think retired before he had a chance to go up and do more. I, I'm happy to see I him I think back. he still has fight I left do in him. So yes. I'm excited to see. You know, uh, we'll give, give, give him two more fights. Let's see what goes on with him. You know what I mean? I mean, I really think he'll be for Doom. And then after that, we'll give him one more fight to see what's happening. So a three-fight deal for him, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, and now we can talk about Fight Island. It's been talked about in the media, in the articles. Every reporter wants to know, where's the island, Dana? He said he's going to release it next, next week. week. But can we just talk about it? We haven't gotten a chance with you on the show yeah. to just say, how fucking cool is it? Fight Island. To have an idea for Fight Island. Now, the reason why they're doing a Fight Island, yes, now that Vegas is reopening, is because... I said that too. Why not in Vegas? Foreign but fighters can't travel to the United to States, the United States right now why. because of the lockdown. There are restrictions from some of the Ignorant nations. Matt. Oh. Ignorant Matt. I did not understand why. So they'll be held at the island for two weeks, Yeah, and then they'll be able to fight. So the Fight Island, I think it's a really cool idea because I'm a massive... Mortal Kombat fan, and is there? And I know a lot Mortal of fighters. Kombat! A lot of fighters are too. Dun, 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 dun. Liu Kang, yes. Raiden. But how cool is it that you get to fly across the world, world to fight to island. an island? I I picture like the tiki Palm torches, hell yeah. statues, absolutely, and then randomly as fighters walk around the island, they get roped into situations where they have to fight other fighters before the actual tournament. That's great. They could make a enter whole fucking movie. I was about to say, it sounds like a movie. Oh, Enter the Dragon was the shit. shit. I know that's what it sounds. And then like. Mortal Kombat piggybacked off Enter the Dragon. Yeah. And it's only gotten cooler from there. So fighters, Absolutely. when they heard about this, they were like, are you kidding? I want to go to Fight in. Island immediately. But but here's the thing. They're going, and reporters had said this in the last press conference. Well, how can you pay not pay fighters and you went out and bought an island? And Dana White immediately said, we didn't fucking buy the island. Can you stop saying that? We didn't buy the fucking island. We didn't own the island. We don't do anything on the island. We're just having fights there. Who cares either way? If they want to buy an island, let them fucking now, buy Now, would you guys rather fight in Vegas or you, if you were a fighter, would you rather fight in Vegas or Fight Island? Am I getting paid the same amount? Yeah, yeah. don't matter. I would probably What's do the travel one length. At, I'd probably What's do one in Fight Island just to say that I went there. It'd be a yeah. cool experience. Yeah. But the comfort. I'd like to go to Fight Island as a fan. 
Yeah, that's so unreal. Say, well, you could be the guy in the Mortal Kombat stage on the beach in the hula shirt oh, in, in the, the background, background who's just going like, whoa! Exactly. Exactly. Round one. That's me. Just on loop in the background, just... But, I mean, come on. I think it's a great idea until they get the fights going and out happening But there are so many comforts in Vegas... For fighters, you have the Apex and the PI. So you, you have a full gym there for you to... You think they're not going to have full a full service. gym on Fight Island? Definitely not with all the accoutrements that exist. Yeah, but how many of the fighters really go... The accoutrements. Really go to the Stop. Performance Institute because... A ton for fight yeah, week. I don't think and so. And they get massage. They, they get. But there's oh, they restrictions. Do all the they can't there. go on at the same time. They can't be well, around no, the same they, people. They actually have two buildings now. So oh, they have the apex okay. where See, the fights are actually being out. held right now. I did not know that. And they, okay. one of the reasons they built the apex was not only to hold fights there, but also to have another gym. So now one of you will get the PI and one of you will get the apex. Okay. So you, you're never you sense. never have to worry about like walking in and like oh shit I'm cutting weight right next to my opponent Venice and we were gonna talk about some strategy stuff but I guess we're not gonna do yeah. that well good oh, well and I think that that's cool and you're not gonna get the same thing if you go to Fight Island and there's a fucking hotel or like a prop up tent like you're at Tiger Muay Thai and you're sweating your balls but off here here goes the other side of me again you built a building and you can't pay me in a few mix extra dollars. That's crazy. What the fuck is going on? I think I'm happy Jorge Masvidal and John Jones, two guys who are big draws, pay the men. Come on, no, come up with a fair deal. Not even I, I don't even know deal, if they're man. gonna get paid, but just the fact that they were like, you know what? If you're gonna be like this and just say that we're not gonna beg you to fight, guess what? People want to see me fight, and you will feel the pressure of the people, and they're but using will they that. Get the, here's one question we didn't say: Will they get money? Anything close to what they were getting from the UFC someplace else? No. No. All right. So then, is it it's really? This is all. You see, that's, why we need need all that's why we need to support competitors. Uh, well, but yeah, we really should. Hard. It's you, hard. It's hard when Bellator puts out a product that's not as good as the UFC. They're so, so close, though. It's they're so, so close. close. They, you, With just a couple of editing changes. Exactly. It's editing. In it's my literally opinion. just programming. It is. It's not it is. the fights are actually the pretty fights good. Are usually, fights. They are pretty good entertaining. Fights. You just they're too the space between bouts fights is far is too, too much. It's far too long. It's far too long. You need much. to change you something. You gotta keep it moving. Keep you gotta it moving. keep it moving. You cannot have that's what the UFC 25 does. minutes of desk that's talk. That's what the UFC does. But even some UFC cards can drag. They can. And so they do the 20 minutes of desk talk too where I'm like, we gotta keep it moving. Well, then here. here's the thing. Maybe you need better desk talk because you know what? They just don't keep me engaged. Uh, well, now that they have big John McCarthy at Bellator, the desk talk is a lot better. Well, maybe I'll have to take in a few events. Maybe if they have some few Friday events like today, we can start maybe scheduling in some MMA subs with some Bellator events. Because usually they're not on the same night. They're usually the night before on Fridays. We can start seeing Because to be honest with you, all everybody's just talking about is UFC fights. We, I, when's the next Bellator fight? Can you pull that up? Just see if they have any. Sure. See what's going on with that. But but I And that's that goes back to the whole thing. I mean, if they both... They both, if they want the money and UFC needs them to fight and they need UFC to make anything close, then shut the fuck up and make a deal. And also, the, shut well, the fuck up well and we make know that one championship just isn't going to catch on in America. It's not. And I'll tell you why. It's not. When you have fights that air at 3 a.m. in the morning, who's gonna, gonna, who the hell's going to watch We them? tried. We tried. We were huge fans. We tried to set up one Johnson. championship streams. We did. And it's like, oh, he's fighting at 3 a.m., but they're rebroadcasting it on the app at 6 p.m. And it's like, well, 3rd is their next fight. Yeah. It's like, well, we're not going to do a... 10-10. 
we're not going to do a broadcast on a restream of no. a one championship event. That's yeah. not really a hot topic event. It's not. It's just not going to work. And it wouldn't be worth it for us to do that. And here, Bellator is not coming back to October. So are, are, are they kidding themselves by release me? This is all just a negotiation tactic. It really is. Both need each other. We want both to get to the table. So I wish they both just get over themselves and come up with an, an agreed amount of money. I agree. Okay. Fight Island again. I apologize. I digress. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. We're looking forward to it. I, I look forward to it. Get it done. You know what I mean? There's got a billion. There's got to be a billionaire out there with a fucking island that's got enough uh, accoutrements, as you said. <laughs> that, I hope, to make I it hope Fight Island has a different aesthetic. That'd be cool. Yeah. That, I definitely want like more of like a, like a luau. Like a, or a like luau? A, either like a luau or like a genuine, I actually want like, like a, a Mortal Kombat a vibe. A jungle-like. Yeah. Kind who, of came like, out, who came out to Mortal Kombat? Wasn't it Blades? Oh, yeah. That's his walkout song. That's his walkout yeah. song. Mortal Kombat. I fucking love that. I'm a huge Blades fan. Huge Blades. I love it. But, yeah. Now, do you guys want to do our breakdown of UFC 250? It's up to you. We could do the Shab effect. Do you? Uh, yeah, we can talk about that if you guys want to. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you wanted to talk about the Shab effect. Okay, I want to talk about one thing that I've seen. It's just okay. a trend I've seen rising in discussions about fighters' futures, especially after they lose a fight. And That's the Shab effect, this poor guy. Yeah. So <laughs> he lost the fight. When Brendan Schaub was in the UFC and it was starting to become obvious that his talents were better served outside of the UFC. Yeah. He was a great podcaster, great entertainer. He was a top ten heavyweight. Yes, legitimate top ten heavyweight. I know. Top five. Was he? I didn't think so. I thought mm. he was top five. He had a title shot, mm. didn't he? No. no. Oh no, no. He, he fought, top ranked number three, Travis Brown. And got smoked in his last fight. It yeah. did not go his way. But his way. I'll say this: he was a legit top ten heavyweight in the UFC, so he's not a terrible fighter. No, but when you're uh, that good as a podcaster and you're getting like a huge amount of acclaim, people more people know you from your podcast than your yes. fights. Oh, Fighter for sure. And the kid that's that's and one thing we yep. started to see where it was like okay, and, and that was starting to get into his head, especially after the Travis Brown loss. He's like, oh, maybe I'll cut down to two hundred five, and he's talking to Brian and. It ultimately he 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 made his what originally started as his side hustle the way he was going to make money into his career yeah and that's blossomed and now he's one of the biggest names in the space but that has had some effects on how analysts view fighters' future. People are always looking at fighters and what they have going on outside of the octagon and outside of their fight That's career. That's true. And now That's as true. soon as you lose a fight, they're like, oh, do you not have a podcast? Do you not have like something you're doing? Gym. And fighters have even started joking about that. They're like, what, do I have to start a podcast now? Do I have to do I have to be setting up these things? Right, and yes. Side hustle. Yes. And people do. are looking so the people hey, are so Matt quick. Says don't get a podcast. People are so quick. <laughs> People are so quick to be like, "Oh, time for you to pull Brandon Shaw, man. You lost one fight, and now you're now yeah. you're gonna have to fight a ranked uh, like an eight eight or a lower ranked guy to, to get, get back, back into the discussion. You're done. You're beyond done. And I just I, it sucks to hear that talk because back in the back in the day when I first got into it after the Brock Lesnar and Alistair Overeem fight, that was never a discussion. No, all fighters were all in all the time. That's true. Yeah. But then we started to see a couple of tragic stories. About fighters who mismanaged money and then they got out and they had nothing. Yes. And then you have Brendan Chaba comes along and is very successful outside of the cage. Way more. Not everybody's Brendan. Exactly. 
And some now you have some fighters where they're being told, hey, you need to be a top flight podcaster. Yeah, well, when this guy's like, hey, I'm a fighter, man. Not only man, that, shit. but I don't think I don't think this conversation is completely disconnected from something we touched on earlier in the show, and that's you need to focus on actively cultivating a following yeah. while you're a fighter. You don't necessarily have to have a podcast, but you need to appear on a podcast, right? Because Regularly. Hawani. We, we just yeah. talked on his show. Exactly. Yeah. We just talked about this. Talking about Conor McGregor and other superstars in the UFC. It doesn't matter if you're the very best fighter in the world anymore. You need to be as skilled as you can possibly be while simultaneously being as famous as possible so that you can get these big matchups whenever you want. Conor McGregor can lose a fight, disappear, and then come back and immediately get a title shot again because of his fame, notoriety, and skills to boot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think I think that there's there's middle ground where you can be as dedicated as possible while still working on developing a social media presence. That's only if it's, sorry. No, no. That's yeah. only if it's directed, connect, connected directly to your fighting. Even Brendan Schaub understood that when he first started his podcast. Yeah. The podcast was almost this journey you were going on with him, with him yeah. where it was like, let's life. talk about my next fight. What am I doing in prep for my next fight? Uh, yes. And I think that's where you start when you talk about this, because initially, why does someone watch you? You know, because they're, they're interested in you yeah. fighting. Yep. But then as, as they continue to watch your prep for your fights, they become more interested in who you are as a person. And then you develop that. However. And that's where Brendan Schaub got into trouble in my mind because how did he get in trouble? No, I think he got in trouble because he started to gain popularity. I think that's why no. talking about things other than fighting. And then he's like, oh shit, wait, I can make more you money guys want to hear about things. me. Talk about things other than fighting. And then people are like, yeah, man, we're interested in you for who you are. And, and, and not only like, that, oh, damn. do you think it, so you're trying to say it took away from his dedication to fighting? Absolutely. Of that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's so why guys I said get that really good. That's this, why I said that there's a, you, there's yeah. a fine, this is it's fine a, balance. It's a line you walk, man. Cause you want to throw out getting out there in the media. Next thing you know, you're doing more shows, you're doing more podcasts, but you're not a fucking podcaster. So you're telling me Woodley fell, fell Brandon, to the effect of the Brandon Shaw. Uh, exactly. I want to talk and this is why that's fucking brilliant. I want to talk about that this because you have a guy like Tyron Woodley who should be very marketable. This guy is an all around great athlete. People saying that about him for He's a, a solid time. guy but he was trying to cultivate that stuff outside the cage as he should. You know he should get his name out there. Try, yeah. But the thing is when you're putting so much effort into those things, other things at suffer. the end of the day man these other guys I are dogs. They're in the gym. They're training with a picture of you on the wall. Yeah, like man. it's Rocky Four. Look at Camaro. He's not trying to earn any fans out here. He's just <laughs> fucking. Oh, fuck. No. I He's actually think, just fighting. I actually think if you really go on Camaro's social media and you watch his interviews. Do you? He's a very likable guy. Yes. And I think that. How you, often do you go on it? You and I his other do, seven fans agree. How, did you go on today? I'm a fan of his. I swear to God, do, I did. Do, do, God, I'm just Marty kidding. from Nebraska, dude. I don't buy that. I I'm, just a I'm just kidding. Marty from Nebraska, and that's not even his reference, and that shows that you wouldn't even go on No, his... he is Marty from Nebraska. I know he, he is, is, but it was because of what's his name brought Askren. it up. Askren. Askren used it to shame him. He and posts stuff about it all the time now. I'm just oh, he does? Yeah, man. Owning He's owning me. I am a big fan oh, of Marty You didn't see on Joe Rogan? Where no, he, he told like the story of yeah I did but I didn't know he was owning it currently oh on he owns his, it he posts media. like photos of him from old tournaments he goes Mar Marty from Nebraska Marty like yeah a third person I That's love fucking it. funny Marty as shit. fake newsman <laughs> okay I Colby love that. I love but that. Uh, did, uh you have to walk that fine line as a fighter and we've seen guys Fighting's get into trouble we see guys get into trouble 
all the time with the Brendan Schaub effect where it's like, oh, wait, why aren't you doing five interviews and why aren't you starting a podcast and why haven't you done... Speaking of that work... And it's like, hey, man, I need to go hit my three workouts today. Yeah. Then I'm also working my diet down for my fight, so I don't have the energy, man. So if I'm going to play Star Wars Battlefront after I just did two, two uh, like a... Double training Like session. a mid-session and then a sparring Double session. Double training session, yeah. Hey, I need to just relax. I can't be worried about what I'm doing on my podcast that night. Yeah. And the minute you start taking time away from your fighting and putting it into your podcast, you're going to get hurt. That's why you need... A support system around you though like yes. i don't think brian They'll bring it to you look brendan Schaub's a very talented guy but if brian callen were not also helping to steer that ship i don't think that show would have taken off like no, it did I. and i think that the fact that that show paired with fox when it did i know that they went their own they have since gone their own, own way, way and they're super successful but i think pairing with a, a network that's as big as Fox really, really helped them. And a Showtime. Uh, it connection. helped them. It helped them land guests. It helped yep. keep him regimented. What I think was really good too. Well, a part of the reason that he did succeed is because he put the time into the podcast instead oh, of yeah. instead of wholly into his yeah. life. And and he has an it entre- paid off for he him. He has an entrepreneurial mindset. But, but he was like a lightning rod of circumstances. So you take a guy who yeah, he started a, out as a fighter, yeah, but it's a he started out as rod. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So not only not only were you a, a great fighter who also happened to be a guy who was always he was a good fighter. Well, no, he was a good he's yeah he's very talented. <laughs> But he was Sorry. also a guy who was Sorry, always Brian. an entertainer. He was at heart. Yes. He was always super interested in the culture. And then as soon as he had a chance to get into that, he started creatively expressing himself. Like yeah, he always wanted to. I know. And then, uh, and then he had a friend in Joe Rogan yeah, who helped pump his numbers huge. up. This is a perfect storm. Most it fighters, storm. Most fighters don't get into fighting no. because of their bubbly personality that's, no. that's attractive. No. They do it to, uh, to feed their family. They got no to other provide way to, for themselves. Yeah, they have no other way to do it, and, and I, that's the crazy. And part. it's not that's not said in a derogatory way that they have no other options for money. As a fighter, that's kind of one of the things you need built in. Tyson, Tyson, yeah, Mike Tyson talks about that all the time. You need that dog mentality of like, this is my all. And the minute that's that is in your all, I, I still think it's y- tough. You got to give Brennan Brennan credit because he had the ability to see. Listen. I'm going to go another way. Oh, of course. I, and he's a great There have been so many fighters who have come before him who did not transition out so gracefully to, to another it. very industrious, I mean, profitable I mean, career. I mean, Especially doing... when they realize that they're not a top-flight fighter. No. Do you know how many people we've seen stick around far too long and then they just fade off into obscurity? Yeah, or, or they, get so, they get so pummeled that they can't function yeah i mean it's sad to say maybe i'm a bad guy sorry well yeah but i mean look at look at brandon's ability to come up with a new thick boy you were talking about that before i mean it's amazing that he's boys with three c's for that yeah and his biking club his biking club and he's his he's got merch for and he's got clubs on the road he does he does bike tours with now he's such a good job he does such a good job of creating community where you listen to one podcast and you feel like you're a part of this group now this yeah. group yeah and that's why i've always liked his podcast because it's like oh well i'm part of the the t fat k club and i'm yeah. and he's got know, this kind watching. of energy where he just makes things happen it, it seems as though yes. he's turned that energy that he used to become a professional athlete to just getting shit done and yeah. getting shit done in a space where you know he's cultivating a platform that he can position the right people around him to help with that and, and it, it's it's really is a gift it really yeah. really is a gift but you know, there is like that is one of the hard things too because you have fighters who are some of the top top flight fighters yeah. who don't have to be worried about their 
their their side project or their yeah. podcast. They should be worried about fighting. Like you could be the champion. Like a guy like Tyron Woodley totally has the skills to be a champion. Granted, he's thirty eight years old, coming off of two rough losses now, but he totally could if he wanted to. It's still compete. He could compete in that top level, and he could really Definitely. challenge for a title. He's got to turn everything else off. Yeah. he's just got to turn everything. Especially else when off. you watch those two losses, it, it it seems to me that the things that are affecting his performance in there are not solely physical. And it looks as no, though he's that's not what's troubling in yeah. it's in mental. the fight. It's mental. Yeah, and you see him. I see him. You know. Sometimes it seems like he's just like I don't want to. There's some complacency there. Yeah, I don't want to go out of my way and 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 risk losing and risk big. Losing big, yeah, exactly. That's so I'm gonna looks. I'm gonna lose big. Uh, he he doesn't want to lose emphatically with a with a stoppage. Right. So he's like, all right, I'm just gonna get pointed out here. Yeah, and that was sad to watch, especially as a guy who likes. And it's not that he's it's I'm not that he's fan. not trying, but it looks no. like he's okay with that happening. Yeah. It looks like he was. It's a bad it looks look. like he was complacent in those exchanges instead of really going after it. And I worry that more fighters. We're seeing that as soon as anyone at the top loses a fight, it's that Brennan Chubb effect. People are just like, "Oh, well, what else does he have going on? Yeah, yeah. is, is he going to be fine?" And it's like, "Hey, man, I'm a fighter." Like people are doing that with Cody Garbrandt. I'm like, "Dude, he's a young guy who is on the unfortunate end of two steroid users. Yeah, back to back. I mean, come on, this guy. He's a young guy." Stop talking about, oh, is and he going to be nothing, fine? We heard nothing from He's him. He's back this weekend. Oh, good. Tomorrow. At UFC 250. Yeah. Brings us up to against it. Against Rafael Sunsau. We're going to be doing our breakdown now. Dun, 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 yes. Dun, 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 dun. And during our breakdown, we're going to be debuting. It's new technology, so it, it's touch and go. Touch and go, guys. It's touch and go. But we have a call line now that you guys can call, call into the show. In you can come on the platform while we're breaking down the card. We're going to be testing it out. I think Sorry. Mason is going to be able to put up the number. There's the number. That's our number there. Please go ahead so and give that a call. If you guys want to call into the show. you have any questions? Or discuss any of the topics we're talking about, or UFC 250. We're going to be breaking it down, so do not be afraid to call in or jump into the chat on any of the platforms we're streaming to right now: Twitch, YouTube, D Live, and the like. Definitely. If someone's listening to the show only, you should probably read off the number for them. Yeah, uh, we're at eight one three six four four two four three eight live right now. Yes. You can call in. I love saying that live. And Mason, do you have the stream pulled up as well? Why? I mean the the chat. Oh, I do right he here. Has a oh, right now, that Indian dude has been commenting frequently. Welcome back. Nice to see you on the show. And we're going to break down UFC 250 right now. Okay. And we'll take call-ins when available. Okay, let's start with the first fight on the main card. Eddie Wineland is fighting Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley back. Sugar Sean O'Malley's back with the rainbow locks dun, now, dun, 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 which dun, I personally dun, love dun, to see. Dun. This guy is some of the most flair. Uh, that I've seen in the sport in a long time. If you want to talk about like an American talent to sell, well, I like American talent that sells. Yeah. Because for the longest time, you know, we had Conor McGregor and we have Israel Adesanya. He's got a lot of potential. Both yeah, are foreign for sure. foreign guys. I love Daniel Cormier. You know, he's an American who's killing the game. You had John Jones, who is not the best. Role the best, model. Yeah, the best guy to hold up is like, look at this American fighter, you know, no, going out true. there and showing out. Khabib is a Russian fighter, you know, that's probably a great source right, of pride for them. I understand, I understand. And so I like seeing young, exciting guys, and this guy really is flair. And he's yeah. finishing guys, too. Constantly. And he is going fighting Eddie Wyland, who's a veteran. He's fought a ton of guys at the top. 
But, you know, he's a, he's one of those guys who had injuries in his career. He had a broken jaw, which actually made him consider stopping fighting. Wow. So what are their past records right now? So what's uh, Sugar Shane, what is he, 11 and 0? Sugar Sean is 11 Sugar and 0. Sugar Shane. Shane. I Holy always do shit. that. Sugar Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie Wineland is 24 and 13. I think that the big thing here is that uh, Sugar Sean is taking a big step up in opponent as far as experience goes. Okay. He hasn't faced anyone who's been in the octagon as long as Wineland has been. In and there. that's no smoke at uh, at uh, Quinones. No, the guy he finished. But um, Wineland this, is a is a veteran. When was yeah. the last fights for both of them? I'm just curious. Uh, Sugar Sean fight recent. like recently. He he beat Jose Quinones, and he knocked him out. Knocked him out. Oh yeah, because I know he was coming off a suspension yeah, the, there for a little March while. March seventh of is it this year? Yep. Holy shit! He just fought. Then. So quick turnaround, and he's gonna be fighting Eddie Wilder. But he wants to be more active since the I think over with. Yeah. I think this guy's really skilled. Maybe I'm gonna end up with egg on my face on this one, but You're I think this in. is I think this is lambs to the slaughter. Oh yeah. I think Sean O'Malley. I think Eddie Wilder's getting set up, as wow. they say in the biz. I mean, we can look at Eddie Wineland's record. I have to agree with you there. I think Sean O'Malley gets this done within the first two rounds. Wow. Yep. Uh, so is this an undercard or main event? This, so is the, this kicks off the main card here. Main yeah. card, okay. Yep. And that's at 135. Yeah. Wow. So if we look at Eddie Wineland's past fights, he beat Grigory Popov. It's uh, not really a big what name. What was his last fight? And then he lost Alejandro Perez. So he's only had two fights in the past two years. Oh. And he's lost one and won one. Okay. Against two I really guys do who think that really this is well Sean O'Malley's time to come up. Yeah. You know? I think I think he's getting set up uh, with Sean O'Malley because Eddie Wineland's also a guy who likes to drop his hands, likes to brawl a little bit. And if you do the against Sean O'Malley... You get pieced up. You're taking a big risk, man. Yeah. So this guy's really solid technique. And the w he's been hurting guys with both hands. Yeah. And you really don't see that at 135. A guy with both hands being able to hurt people, and then he's throwing kicks and he's dropping guys. I mean, Quinones was wobbled with his punches, and then Sugar Sean lands a kick, and he goes down. I mean, that's just that's incredible to watch. Yeah. So I, I don't think – I think that's a pretty solid lock that Sugar Sean is going to get the win in that bout. And then we have Neil Magny versus Anthony Rocco Martin. Yes. Rocco Martin has been – Kind of exploding onto the scene. People are saying he's the hottest thing since sliced bread. Really? Going to be shooting up in the division. Like we've seen, um, there was the Argentinian cat. He was shooting up in the division. Santiago Ponzinibbio. Yeah. And he's actually been dealing with injuries, unfortunately. He had a he had broken bone and then a staph infection. Ponzinibbio knocked out Neil Magny two fights exactly. ago. Exactly. Wow. And he's still ranked in the top 10. But... Rocco Martin is one, another one of those guys, just like Ponzinibbio, where he's on a crazy win streak and he's surging in the division right now. You know, what weight class is this going to be in? I think it's well. It's one seventy. One seventy. So it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Neil Magny can get out there. Oh, so Rocco Martin's last two fights, he won one but lost. Okay, it's Damian Maya. It's Damian Maya though. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually fairly interesting to see. This is a good fight for both guys. Both guys. I was both guys I'm biased, but I think Neil Magny gets it done for a decision. You're totally biased. I am. I, li cannot, I really like Neil Magny. I really like Neil Magny, too. But and I think he got fucked in the, in the Hector Lombard fight. Yeah? 
What do you mean? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Sorry. I think Hector Lombard got <laughs> fucked in that fight. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, I did. I think that should have been stopped. Wow. Oh, oh, in that it wasn't stopped, he got yeah. fucked? Because Neil clearly won two rounds. Oh, he stopped him. He came back and stopped no, him. No, I think Hector should have gotten the stoppage win. But I like Neil Magny. I think he's a great guy. But if I had to pick this fight, I would probably go with Rocco Martin. He looks more explosive right now. Really? I mean, maybe Neil can get it done in... Yeah, he did finish Hector. That's what in thought. points, but I'm not sure he's going to be able to... To deal with the power. It's been a little bit for both of them. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Okay. Uh, I'm actually interested to see. I mean, Mason, they're both comparable think? in records. I think they're both coming off know. a win-loss. You remember when no, Magnus Magnus got so much more experience with high-level opponents? All of his losses, just check these out. These are Neil's uh, latest losses, and these go back quite a while. Fuck. Five years. Damian Maya, these are his losses. Uh, Lorenz Larkin, Rafael Dos Anjos, and Santiago Ponzinibbio. Wow. Those That's are... Tough. Those are tough dudes. K- 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 killers, yeah. dude. That Damian Maya loss, it seemed to me like really, it really sapped a lot of. And then Neil's he's, be- he's beaten momentum. Carlos Condon, Lee Jing- uh, Jingaling. Lee Jingaling. <laughs> Holy fuck. Jingaling. Lee Jingaling. Jingaling. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Hector Lombard, Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. Eric Silva. Yeah. Kelvin Gastelum. This could be a step back for him into the limelight, I think. He's a badass. He's got cardio for days. The man literally yes. does not get tired. He's got the longest jet. I'm biased. That's so a biased. solid sales pitch. I was he going to say. He's, selling he's, hard. Got, he's, he's got getting. It. He's paid off by Big Magnus. Crazy jab. Can't trust him. Gotta love it though. Yeah. So you think Magny's going to get it done? Yeah, I think Magny. How does How does he get it done? Decision. Decisione. I think he's going to get a unanimous decision. You both did. No, no. Okay. I think he's going to get stopped by Martin. Oh, you think he's <laughs> Mason thinks he's going <laughs> to get a decision one. <laughs> decision. I think he's going to get a first That's round funny. stoppage loss. Now we have Aljamain Sterling fighting this, Corey this Sandhagen. This to me is the real main event of the night. Wow. It's and it's crazy. the third Dance fight on the card. I think this this has already been named as the title eliminator fight. Oh wow. So whoever wins this fight will get the next shot at the title. And um Aljamain Sterling, man, he's been at the top of the division for years and he said it best. Once you get to the top of the Bantamweight division, it is stacked and it is a it is a Murder round shroud. robin. Yeah. It is it is trading losses and wins. Yeah, I think this is this is the it's one of those interesting fights, though, because a lot of the times people are like, oh, you know, Corey Sandhagen, who is that? You let me check out his Twitter. He's got 17 followers, but he's one of the most. <laughs> <laughs> he's a killer, man. Gotta he love is that, man. Gotta love that. so dangerous, though. Yeah. This is a nightmare matchup because if you beat him, people are like, um, who did you beat? But uh, you're not going to beat him. You're yeah. not gonna beat him. I was gonna say if it's you no follow if you follow his he's career, he's so dangerous. He's so dangerous, and you have everything to lose. Uh, yeah, if you follow his career, man, this guy is just so technically sound. It's kind of crazy watching him, and I'm like, how do more people not know about this you guy? You have nothing to gain, is what I meant. I said that backwards. Yeah how how do you how do you like not how do more people not know? Yeah, and when you see a guy that's this technically sound, I think Corey Sandhagen's gonna get it done, even yeah. though it's a smaller octagon and he won't have as much room to use his movement and technique. I still think he's a little bit slicker, yeah, than the Definitely. Funk Master. And I think he's gonna get the decision victory. I don't see him getting Aljo out of there. I think it's gonna be a decision, but a good fight because Sterling looks very, very committed to this fight. He looks like he left no stone unturned. So I'm expecting this is gonna be a competitive one. A very, very interesting. That's like fight. a pretty good card so far. Yeah, and then we have 
Rafael Sunsau versus Cody Garbrandt. Zach, and I was just asking this about him. This is another fight. Why we haven't seen him in a while? Here my good go. old bias hat's going to rear its ugly yeah. head again. I want Cody Garbrandt to win this fight so badly. Me too. I'm a, I'm a big Cody Garbrandt fan. Yeah. And if you look at his three losses. Not only that, but if you look at his, if, if he loses this fight, it is so bad for his career. It's bad for both guys. Both guys, This is one of those fights where both guys are down right now, and the loser is going so far down. But the thing is, wow. the difference is, though, Rafael Asensio has been held down by injuries, which is tragic, but Cody has literally been held down by opponents who are on steroids. Yeah, no shit. That's yeah. just not good. Well, TJ Dillashaw, I yep. mean... That's the epic one everybody talks about. I mean, it's insane. It is insane. Nobody and saw that And I believe coming. the other guy who knocked him out also got popped. Did he not? Munoz? Yeah. Pedro Munoz? Yeah. Yeah, so so he has he's two lost to two PED guys, two PED users. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. It is fucked up. How is that? How is that okay? And then they, uh, two losses to TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, which is and you know TJ Dillashaw had, was on everything. He's on everything for both both fights. I mean, he if was you bragging, pop for one, you pop for both. He was bragging about all the strength and conditioning he was doing at the it's training bullshit. lab. And I'm he sure was he doing was, a ton of steroids. I'm sure, but he oh, was I'm sure he's putting in hard work in between the the doses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you use steroids, <laughs> straight you didn't just start using them with oil in his veins. It's yeah. like we said, man. You're no longer in. You can't be in my goat discussion. No, you can't. And you can't be in my hall of champions if you pop for shit. That's why I can't list John Jones. I can't list Anderson Silva, and I can't list T.J. Dillashaw. No, I can't. I can't support. They're gonna have to come back and do another five fights at least to even be. And you look at John Jones since the picograms hasn't necessarily looked the same. (laughs) No, that's a really good point though. He's not finishing guys. He's not. He doesn't feel as creative anymore. He doesn't feel like. No, but it's true. He doesn't feel like he has that confidence. Think about it. I mean, that's just how it is. But if Cody Garbrandt can rebound that, fucking point, man. I mean. And you can tell Cody Garbrandt's not on steroids. He's not cheating the game. He's he's training hard at Team Alpha Male. That's not a camp that really enjoys people cheating. And that's something I did see. Ryan Faber hates that shit. I did see on DC's on, I don't his know. Tw- on his Twitter feed saying, let's see how they do after they come back after being off, off the shit for five fights. Let's see what they're doing. And it's true when you think about Jones coming back. He's three fights in. It's three fights, right? Yeah. Three fights in, and he doesn't look like old John. Yeah, Anderson Which, Silva looked a little slower too. You think? Yeah, John yeah. lost that fucking fight. That's wild to me. He yeah. he's just a different fighter now. He's very he, he looks like he's sauce. fighting not maybe to it's, lose. It's Eric Silva, Verdum, all these guys. guys who were like, oh well, maybe it was a maybe it was a tainted sub that they couldn't prove. No, no, maybe it's, they accepted the violation, and they look different now. They did. They're on shit. At least TJ didn't have the, and Verdum didn't have the gall to fight it. Yeah, yeah. That's he one thing I respect. It. Whereas John Jones always professes innocence, and that just seems to me like you're fake, dude. You gotta, if especially you, since he hasn't looked as great since then. If you pop, you just gotta be like, all right. It's definitely changed his fighting style for one reason or another. And I actually kind of respect T because I'm like, all right, TJ, clean up, come back. We'll see. We'll see what well, he did. He said, see in two he years. He said he's coming back. He got both shoulders done. Yep. See in two and years. He's like, I'll see you in two years. And that's literally what he fucking said. It's the only thing you can do. It's the only thing you no, can do. I was going to say, you're a fighter else. at the end of the day. But it's, but really, it's not going to make me like like you anymore. Like no. you anymore. But it's really interesting that, that fucking DC said that. Let's see how they do after their first five fights back after being off the sauce of suspension. You know, and the, he's right again. 
He's fucking right. So again. I guess you could count the those three fights as losses for Cody Garbrandt, but now he finally gets his comeback fight against Rafael Sunsau. Let's see if he can come back and claim everything Sunsau's again. is a tough cat, but I feel like this is the perfect chance Cody has to show that he still has... If you can beat a Sunsau, you have top-level talent. Top-level talent. Yep. yep. That's what it requires to beat him. He is beatable. And, and the top guys have shown that the top around the top three in the division three. beat a Sunsau. It's a real important fight. So for him. if you can show you have top three talent, real, real you can beat him. Yep. But if he's sloppy, man, a Sunsau is going to take you to church. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. He'll, he'll, make, yeah. Stay, he'll make you see stay Jesus. composed. Yes, he will. Stay composed, not rushing. He needs to take a measured approach to this fight. And if he does, I think he gets the knockout. He's got to be so ready too. for it too. Yeah. Yeah. He can't no go crazy. Through. No walkthrough. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. That one's going to be insane. And then in the main event of the evening, we have oh Amanda Nunes. Oh, my God. I told you, this is a crazy card, man. <sighs> and then you have Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer. Felicia Spencer has a chance to derail a legacy that has already been cemented. Is she, though? She is she going to shock the world? I think it's chum for the Sharks. I do, too. I think... They gave Amanda Nunes, Felicia Spencer, and I think Amanda Nunes is going to get a finish. She believes she is. Yeah, I agree. She said, you guys better tune in and don't leave the room because I'm going to get a knockout finish. I think that this is a good chance for Felicia Spencer to show her heart and grit. She's like Tanya Evinger against Cyborg. this way. Really showed her grit. No, no, but she has a lot of it. If you're Felicia Spencer, you got to take this fight. She's a tough You got to take this fight. It's a chance at history. Absolutely. But the other side of that is, I'm sorry, she don't have a fucking prayer. After a title shot, how far can you drop, really? She's going to bounce right into the top five. Yes. And and this fight's going to get her a ton of exposure. She's not going (sighs) to... It's, now this is a no lose situation for her. She has yeah. a lot to gain. Yeah, she only has to gain. If she has a great performance, she gains. Even if she loses, yeah, even if she loses, I was just going to say if she does. Like Rocky she just looks tight. It's actually like I mean, Rocky. Tough. Yeah, you're going up against a champ who is given. <laughs> who is Jesus? Who's given? Before you slip. You're going to be a champion. <laughs> In the betting lines, no, it's true. you're a massive underdog. You no are. one expects you to win. Nobody expects Everyone's you to win. Everyone's talking about, yeah. oh, you might have a chance to upset her. Uh, everyone's saying that in the interview. Not get sure. knocked out, this is, and I will yeah. be super impressed. This is your, <laughs> Thank you. This is your hey, movie. Stay but, on your feet for five rounds, and you fucking win. I'm happy to have someone but at the top won. like Amanda Nunes because you want to talk about a woman who is never popped for steroids like there Cyborg has. Number one. That's why she I was, should be your favorite fighter. That's why I was beyond Hasn't happy. Hasn't popped for steroids and jumps between two weight classes. Just yep. And knocks people bam, out. Bam, 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 boom, bam. Boom, boom, boom. And that's why I think everyone has kind of said, you know, she is the female GOAT. Of all time. Oh, it's yeah. no longer Ronda Rousey arm barring everyone. It's Amanda Nunes starching. Yes. The most, the most well-rounded fighter. Is in she two the most classes. technical, though, if we're looking at women? Close. I mean, when you look at stand, I I've think Valentina Shevchenko, Shevchenko is the most technical female fighter in the planet. Yep. Her technique. Would we that. ever see a super fight, though? Shevchenko has at fought. They fought. They fought. And I thought that Shevchenko might have edged it out. I think Shevchenko, I think they fought multiple times. Have they? Oh, I'm thinking of the the one where it, it was went to a decision and Amanda Nunez edged her out. I would like to see that after this, maybe. But it was super close. Super close. Yeah. They're How the many two times best, did they fight? They're the two best fighters we'll in. So the they fought once, and Amanda Nunez got the decision. But a lot of people have seen. And a lot of people have said that they very fought close Valentina fight. won. Yeah. I think Valentina has better technique than a lot of guys in the UFC. For sure. Yeah. Even in top tens of divisions. Hey, Nganu, she could give you yes. some striking tips. Dude, yeah, I'm could. serious, though. Yeah. If you watch it the way she blends mixed martial arts, you're like, 
tough as tough as shit too. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the kind of level we're seeing. But when you talk about boxing, honestly, I'm worried that like somebody might figure out what her code word is and activate her. She's when a cell. She's I think she's a, a sleeper cell. She was because taking she like pictures. Totally she was taking cell. pictures of the president in the fall when the snow hits the ground. Yeah, I think she's from. Where is she from? Like Kyrgyzstan. I don't know. That bitch has got a gun tattooed on her. She yeah, is she's aggressive. Gangster shit. I was going to say. Gangster but shit. She, go, you, she goes shooting regularly. And the, her and her was, sister, both. Have you ever she seen her? page? Marksman. There were yeah. like military guys there, and they were like, what the fuck? Yeah. They were like, she is a better shot she than most of She was blowing through the X. Yeah. From like 40 yards, you're like, what? So not only, not only is she lethal with her bare hands she's like a crazy marksman too she'll kill you yeah so i i think she she would die with a smile on your face i think that we need to <laughs> ask her some serious questions about her allegiances <laughs> because but do you wanna do no. you love this country <laughs> is what i'm asking oh my god uh, <laughs> that's fucked fuck <laughs> <laughs> But how do what do you guys see happening in the main event though? Yikes! Do you see Spencer shocking the world? No, no. no. <laughs> and because of that, answer. if you have some extra money, throw it on it happening. Because say, yeah. five bucks. Hey, throw a twenty. You'll on make it. you'll 20. make five hundred dollars. Yeah, absolutely, throw a twenty on it. See if, what you got. If you're in the capitalist class, throw a thousand on it. <laughs> if you win, come on. That's yeah. kind of crazy. If you win, that's crazy. Maybe a hundred. Let's be reasonable. I don't but like, that that's crazy. It is crazy, but I just don't. Anything can happen. People shit. True. Adults shit themselves sometimes. Anything can happen. This guy is fucking ridiculous. Happens frequently. He is frequently ridiculous. But no, I, I do think that that's crazy. Uh, I don't think it's going to go very well. I think Amanda Nunes is going to get a first round knockout. Yep. I think she's going to ring the bell. I think it's within the first minute. she gets it done within two. A minute's bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. She's going to molly whopper like Ronda Rousey. Head moment. Head moment. Head moment. Ronda. Dude, if you watch the marketing of that Ronda Rousey fight with Amanda Nunes, her comeback fight, the marketing was so fucking bad for Nunes. It was literally like Ronda in a gym I know. watching all the headlines. Ronda Seven Rousey more out minutes of the of fight. Ronda. She's hitting the heavy bag and then at the very end it just flashes Amanda Nunes's face and then and that's fade, to black. fade to black. Uh, Nunes versus Rousey. And then you just see her walk out there and get starched. Big time. <laughs> And everybody got, shits all over her coach and her. Oh, yeah, because her coach right before the fight's like, you're the best boxer to ever live. What? We're going to go out there. Dude, it's like, it's, it's. Check, look, check you, left hook knockout. You see it happen so many times. It's Bangkok ready, dude. Fucking where you Bangkok take a, ready. You take a grappler and you tell him, hey, man, you can strike, bro. Hey. Do what got you to the dance. That's what I love about Khabib. Khabib has no fucking illusions. No. He trains his striking, but do you think he's ever like, I'm going to make this kickboxing match? Yeah, I know. I've been watching a lot of Mike Tyson videos. See, that's what I never wonder about. I always wonder about, like, Tony Ferguson. I mean, everybody talks about his jujitsu. Never see it. What? Yes, you do. You only see it in the fights where guys are dumb enough to take him down and then just get absolutely But why isn't fucked he going upon. to take people down? That's the part I don't understand. He does in his earlier fights. Oh, I know. Good. Maybe it's the wrestler in me. I want to. See, I would love to see more submissions. I, I do like that. I just don't see it. I just yeah. don't see it. I don't see. I hate when I see you guys always talk about the canceling out. I just. I, I would like to see more attempts at it, but guys don't even attempt it. I I agree, but I think that this card 
is a good way for the UFC to come out and, you know, say like, you know, we're going to keep putting on these high level cards, these high level fights where this is a a, good card, not high level. It's good. I mean, it does a lot. It is high level. For me, it shows it's it's a bantamweight. By by high level, are you talking about the skill of the fighters or what? No, I just think it's a good card. For me, it's a bantamweight showcase. It's sh- it's it's moving yeah. blocks around the bantamweight division. It's building stars with Sugar Sean O'Malley. It's chumming the water for Amanda. Yeah, it definitely is. You know what I mean? She's getting a payday. No denying it. Cody Cody gets a chance to step back Ooh, in and shit. show where he is. Do or die for my homie Cody. Yeah, and, it really and, you is. You know what I mean? The bantamweight is going to establish who's number one. Uh, between Neil and Anthony, they both they both need this fucking win desperately. And Sugar Shane is a step back in. I mean, come on, man. Sean. His name Sugar is Sean. <laughs> Sugar, Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane Rosley. You know the boxer. I doing that. I can't help it. It's so He's funny. great. He's great. Yeah, it was great 20 years gonna, ago. Yeah. I know. You guys are just going to keep beating me he up. He kept fighting that. too long, too. He did. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> he trains Jake Paul now. Does he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he that's actually is his trainer. He doesn't and train Jake him Paul. anymore. Jake Paul's in jail. Oh, yeah, he is. He is in jail. Oh, jeez. Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so tune in tomorrow. You guys will be watching yeah. it live. Yes. Definitely. 10 p.m. Be here. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Or you're fucked square. What a nice. crazy world that MMA is in right now. Dude, we had to do a cast about it. So many topics going through. Let us know what you guys thought of the topics in the dis- in the comments down below. <laughs> I almost said in the description. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. It is the best way to get in contact with the show and help grow it. The show. The show. The show. The show. Get in contact with the show. <laughs> Portuguese. Portuguese for to fight. <laughs> also. Work on my Jisu, my geeks. Be sure to connect with us on social media if you're watching this video or you're listening to the audio go to the youtube page subscribe subscribe on itunes as well it helps us out a lot you could leave us a rating and whatnot uh the call-in number that's on screen now 813-644-2438 you can call that leave a voicemail for questions if it's not total dog shit i'll play it on stream we'll answer it and address so you guys can affect the show yes yes can be on the show especially when we do our watch parties we'll have that link up Every time in between fights, we'll be able to talk to you guys live and get the lowdown. That's sweet, man. But, New tech. Wow. What a great episode of the MMA submission. Dun, dun. We will see you guys next time. An endurance we'll- test. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next MMA submission. Peace out, guys. Later. I'll catch you guys later.